and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. James Farley. Hey. But no Sean Bell. He's called in sick. Um, so it's just a three-man show this week. Yeah. Mm. We're excited. I am. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit worried for Sean. He's like, you know, Why? just just a few weeks ago, he was hosting, he was flying high, he won Employee of the Year, then obviously... You know, you came back, so he lost. He lost hosting, and then, um, and then also, weird life sort of moved around. Who was doing news and, and stuff, and so he wasn't. Uh, no, no, I mean like emails and this and that. And he, I think he might have lost uh, another responsibility. You reckon he peaked? Well, and then, then, you... then people stopped emailing in, and so he wasn't doing emails. <laughs> That's a good point. And now yeah. he's not here, so I'm just. Worried. Are you I'm suggesting? Worried are you suggesting that he might have phoned in sick, and he's not legitimately sick? I, I just think he's probably thinking, you know, just for four weeks ago, he's on top of the world, and now people don't even send emails. So he's, it's fine. I mean, Matt, we we love you, Sean. What's Come it on. Like, also, what's it like finding in sick at work for you? Is it really bad? I I I don't really ring. I don't really call in sick. But um, what do you mean? Well, I just I I don't like to do it, and unless I'm on death's door. No, I don't like to do it either. But when you do, is it like a really horrible experience? No, I just text my manager on WhatsApp, so I'm ill. You just text him on WhatsApp? Well, I just put it in the group and say, I can't come in today, or I'll work from home. That's mental. I'd love that. Because well, <laughs> I'm the do? same, just right? Just send a fax. No, no I'm, I'm <laughs> the same, right? I hate like I hate being off from work. I ge- genuinely, I hate being off from work. I do, it just it fills me with anxiety. I, you know, my work doesn't get done while I'm off. I hate it, right? Um, but no, you. There's a rule. You have to phone in every day that you're not coming in, and it's all dependent on which boss that you get through to, uh, what sort of experience you get at the end I'm of it. So you don't so just talk to your line myself manager. up. I think. Well, we don't have line managers. Not in my position. I'm high enough now. To just speak to the owner of the business. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the, that's always been the case. You have to you have to call one of the the owners or whatever. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 like you proper work yourself up to it, and you're like, am I putting this on a bit because I shouldn't be because I am legitimately yeah. ill, and if yeah, I've got a sore throat, does that sound really bad? Um, like it's just awful. What about you, James? Uh, well, see, I'm I'm not exactly the same as Matt because my line manager doesn't. Do WhatsApp and stuff, but I I send a text message, and that's yeah, it. That's it. I can't yeah. imagine having like my my boss or whatever on WhatsApp. It's just bizarre. I mean, obviously that's fine. I'm not digging you out for it, but it's just like it's such a different working environment. <laughs> Did you have to phone in, James? No, don't have to do that. No. So what do you do? How do you let them know? What you just? I just said I just email. Send, I just send a text message to my line manager. Yeah. A text. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I've worked uh, in I... companies before where you have to call in. Call is always horrible, you know, because it is like, you do have that thing of like, should I sound sick? Like you said, but... Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. And then, and then, like, if you go on Facebook during the day, like, while you're off ill, because you've got nothing else to do, and and you're kind of like, oh, I don't, I won't post that now, because they might think, oh, you're on Facebook, you're well enough to come into work, like, <laughs> and it's like, nah, not really the same level of uh, commitment, that, is it? It's yeah. not the same thing. Um, yeah, no. And, you know, Joe's just as bad because Joe's just as bad about being off from work as I am, right? Like, she's really strict with it. And then she starts doing the whole, well, the weekend then, you can't do what you've got planned. And I'm like, well, that's four days away. And I'm, no, 
No, no, no. If you're phoning in sick today, you're not doing. You're not going to the football on the weekend. Like, but I might be better than I then. No, it's not happening. Like, Dave, as you, you're 2020 next year. If you mean sick, you can't watch that in June 2020. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I try to avoid it as much as possible as well because it's like. It, things just pile up, don't they? And it's just yeah, horrible. for me definitely. No just, one looks uh, at my work while I'm off. It's, and and the fact that the other thing that gets me right is instantly when I wake up in the morning and I know that I'm far too ill to go in. I think I haven't even got my out of office on, so I'm gonna get an email in the morning and then like and then see an email in the afternoon from someone important going, Dave, what the fuck are you doing? Get this done now. And I'm like, oh Jesus, yeah, it's it's horrible. Do you get um, do you get emails like out of work time? No, I've asked for it. And it was funny because I recently asked for it and my boss just went, look, this is something you don't want in your life. Like, it's horrible See, getting an email uh, outside of the office. And I'm like, I I know what you're saying, but it's worse now because when I'm not in the office and I can't see my emails, I freak out about it more than if I got like a bad email while I was like out on my weekend or whatever. Well, what about you? Because well, in what I do, I get emails at all times of the day. Like, and it doesn't matter what's going on. You're getting stuff like to deal with all the time. And sometimes I wish, yeah, that it was just like during work hours, but it's not. And mostly this is because I deal with people that are in like other time zones and all over the place. So it doesn't matter, you know, like when, whenever they, they just email me, email me whenever. And, yeah. Like Chen's always like, oh, you should just wait until it's your work time to do that and whatever. But I hate doing that because then it's just like in the back of my mind all the time. It's just yeah, like, exactly. I've got to yeah. deal I with that. To this it. has got yeah. to be dealt with no, or whatever. I'd be the same, but I still prefer that than not mowing. Because mm. <laughs> that is just the absolute worst. Yeah. I hate it. Do you kind of put emails anyway, on your phone? What, what's that? You kind of just add your emails, company emails to your phone. I can't talk to you about that on the show, but I will talk to you about it afterwards and it'll <laughs> drive you mad. <laughs> I okay. mean, James, you know the history. Yes, we will. We're doing a Google go. suite. <laughs> right, what, what fun little bit of chat before we get into the show. Isn't it funny about work emails? Right. Um, a big shout out to our Patreon producers. They went full Nels. Alan M. Nash this week went full Nels. Steve Garrett. Also joined him in the Full Nels camp. Aaron Patrick is always there, mate. He set up the camp, Full Nels. If you'd like to go Full Nels, uh, go to www.patreon.com forward slash TCGS. What is that tier actually called? Um, living it? I don't know. Is it living it? Yeah, I think it's living though, it. Is, has this Full Nels, I hate saying it, like thing actually caught on? Because you're the only one I ever hear like, saying it all the time. I, I t- I'll tell you this, James. Go on. I don't give a shit. Like, it, I'm not doing it to for people to catch on to it. Yeah. I'm doing it because it makes me smile a bit once a week. Yeah. And, you know, if you've got a problem with that, go fuck yourself. Uh, nice. <laughs> okay. Should we get on some feedback from last week's show? Let's, uh, we're discussing love it. Mario Kart Tour on mobile last week, and Lou Proctor has got involved. Uh, I heard I you all dismissing Mario Kart Mobile after giving it a try, and whilst I can see where you're all coming from, I do think you've missed a mark on it a little. I've had my fill of Mario Kart 8, so I thought I'd give it a shot. Uh, the controls... Oh, don't even... No, no, mentally. Okay, don't compare them, though. I'll carry on. <laughs> on. The controls... James, I can see you selecting text. You're not good deleting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just started very very early on <laughs> last one now the controls didn't immediately click but after a little while I think they're actually pretty great perhaps it's helped that I've been 
are very drift-centric since the mainline games added a boost for drifting. Once you learn the tracks, it becomes fairly trivial to coast through the track with elegant use of drifting. On winning races, once you've got a bit more into the game, you realise that winning isn't the most important thing. To rack up the big scores, it's all about perfecting the combo system. It's where about keeping combo going as long as you can, chaining, drift, boosts, jumps, collecting coins, and using items to rack up massive scores. Coming third or fourth with mad combos is worth more points than first with none. It's something I'd love to see integrated into future entries somehow. Similarly... The remix tracks with loads of extra jumps <laughs> and obstacles will make a nice addition to the main games. Uh, the monetization is unpleasant, but it can be largely ignored. I didn't spend a penny, but I'm working on the last two cups now. I think I will need to grind or pay up to get all the stars, but we'll see. It's kind of bullshit that I've not been able to unlock Mario when his name is in the title. <laughs> I can understand why you all seem to bounce off it. Um, don't want to say your initial impressions are wrong, but there is an interesting game in there if you're willing to give it another shot or don't. There's loads of other games. And uh, no, that's Lou Proctor. I mean, for, for me, fundamentally, like, the, the controls weren't great. I, 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 can, I could probably like, live with monetization or the different structure if it just felt good to control. And it, personally, I just didn't like it at all. Yeah, I mean, right, okay, let's, let, let's not just jump down to that thing. We haven't played it enough, have we? So, I mean, we, I you can get it. used to the controls or whatever. And we've got to take his point of view as valid because he's put a lot of time into it. And, yeah, it may feel like a completely different game um, to what we know as Mario Kart. So there's every chance that we've played it on this don't feel like Mario Kart. Fuck this. And then just, like, um, deleted it. But, uh, you know, so you might have a point. I, I don't know anyone that's played it to any length of time. Um, I just... it. Yeah, the monetization stuff really puts me off, and uh, I just thought it it felt awful in that one race that I had. So, yeah, okay, I bounced off of it. There might be a game in there, but it's not one that I'm particularly going to force myself to get into. James, your point of view? No, I, I mean, I completely agree. I, I mean, I've, I have no interest in anything which has such aggressive monetization as that game. It's... I didn't but like it. But he's saying all. that there isn't. Well, not yet. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think either so any of us have played enough to really say whether that's the case. Well, it is. As in, if you want, okay, it's not if you just want to like rack up high scores or whatever. But then all the other stuff, like all the unlockables and all that kind of thing, which is why what they're for- trying to f- not force you, what they're encouraging you um, to sort of get involved in, is ridiculous because it is all just yeah, based on, I mean- on the on the gacha stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I mean that's fair, and if that puts you off straight away from from any game, then yeah, you are going to bounce off it straight away and turn your nose up. But uh, yeah, I mean that's that's another opinion on that game from someone that's clearly played it more than we have. So mm-hmm. I mean, as I said, we I mean we've spoken about this stuff before that we can only give our own sort of personal point of view with this stuff. Yeah, um, and if we haven't put enough time into it, that, I mean, we've always been clear about how much time we put into stuff definitely um, always clear it, ne- never yeah, oh always, uh always yeah no, no, okay maybe that was the wrong maybe that was the wrong <laughs> statement to make but it's uh it no we it's it, we haven't played it enough all we can say is that the one game that i played i fucking hated it so <laughs> that's 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 my point of view i wonder um if they'll patch this to allow for controller support no way of course they won't no way 
the whole game's based around this. And by the sounds of it, it's a completely different game to Mario Kart based on what Lou's saying anyway. Yeah. So it's annoying, yeah. isn't it? Considering iOS 13 now works with pads, but this one doesn't. It's like, I, 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 yeah, just take your Switch. Mario Kart 8 is the that's, best that's, one. That's exactly I, it. And I mean, the whole point of these Nintendo games anyway is not to replicate like exactly like any of Nintendo's games on like iOS. It's to give it like a taster for what you can play on Switch. They're supposed to be like adverts yeah. that make a lot of money. Uh, that's the. I really, really hope. Talk about Mario Kart though. I really, really hope the next entry to the system. And I think we've said this on the show before. I really hope the next one goes down the uh, Smash Brothers route. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. it just says, okay, we're not going to be Mario Kart anymore. We're going to... Every level is based on a new game, like a new Nintendo franchise. There's a ridiculous amount of characters that you can be. You know, it, it, it's just... We, okay, some of those courses are incredible, but I don't want to play another, like, sweet canyon or whatever level yeah. or shy guy falls or anything which was incredible don't get me wrong i know i'm gonna get shit for this but i want to play like a metroid theme level and a fucking you know game and watch theme level i, I want all that shit in it like i uh, want it to go see, nuts with that shit i'd really like that but can you imagine the nintendo directs for that like what they'd be like I'd just yeah you know, like and the same way probably the Smash- watch them all <laughs> actually no i wouldn't because i you know but i'd love for all that to be a surprise mm. if they go okay the next one is mario kart ultimate brilliant okay mm-hmm. i'm media blackout for me i'm not going to look into anything and then uh yeah when it comes through but that's the route it's got to take damn it get it done nintendo get it done one on switch huh? or the next no. console this is the last one that will be on switch there won't be another one on this, on this so yeah generation. but this one was how long just, do you think the switch this is going one was just for? a wii u version wasn't it no, no, no. This yeah. was no. Well, okay, it was a remix, wasn't yeah. it? Really, of yeah, the, it was a re-release. Yeah, so we have. No, so we it was exactly had... the same as the Wii U version, except for there was two changes. One included the um, uh, right. So no, there's a few additions. It included the DLC, mm-hmm. so still Wii U stuff. They added the battle mode, which wasn't brilliant anyway. No, it's terrible. Um, and added the inkling. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so this was basically the Wii U version, and so we're not exactly. even going to have a main, a proper new Mario Kart on Switch. They need to do it. Yeah, and where like- the hell is my 3D series? Uh, we need a new one of them. <sighs> At this point, they can't just re-release 3D Land, can they? Oh, they, well, they, they must. They can. I really, I still just want that. Like, even if it was just that, what, I'd be happy. More than at this a brand stage. new 3D well, no, no, obviously, version. Game. Obviously, you want a brand new one, but. Why can't they release that game? Because it was so good. Because maybe they're working on the sequel to it, James. Mm, maybe. maybe they're working on the sequel to it. That would make yeah, sense. Yeah, no, right? no. What, what, I mean, what they no. What makes sense is release three D. Is it three D Land or three D World? Three D World. Yeah. Yeah. Release three D World. World. So people get like you know people didn't play it on Wii U or whatever came out on can get excited for it and then but yeah well maybe they announce a sequel but here's three D World out now. No way. No. 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 Just go straight to the sequel coming out. In December this year. <laughs> okay, that's not happening. Get it done. That's what I want. Uh, next email. Um, uh, Thomas Lamafluff42. In the last few shows, I've noticed Matt doing that classic Matt thing. Whenever the conversation strays into stadia, he changes the subject. He always does this when he knows he's going to lose <laughs> yeah. an argument. This means he knows his pre-order is a really bad idea. Cancel it, Matt. No, the thing is, right, what's been happening is that we could be talking about anything else and then James would be like yeah it's like Stadia in it in a way it's like well, why are we ripping in Stadia this is a totally different subject Matt, Matt, why are, are you, you paying over £100 for this thing is, yeah. I don't understand what you're doing Matt are you excited about this Matt because it's I mean it's quite isn't it quite soon like you must be really pumped at I this stage <laughs> no I'm not really pumped for it <laughs> 
Then why are you spending over a hundred pounds on it? Because I, you know, I like things to be. I like to be a day one. Although I will say, I'm dangerously close to cancelling the pre-order. Just cancel it. I mean, it's coming. It's coming November. I mean, I mean, you must be really excited. I mean, you've got. Can you do it on the show? Can do I? it while we're recording. Well, so I, I'm, I want to cancel it, but I'm, I'm thinking like, what if they'd make like a big announcement in the lead up? Do it, do it now, Matt. Even if they make a big announcement, don't worry, you can just do it again. They're not running out of units. No, 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 they have though. <laughs> they, they've sold out a founds edition. No, they, they haven't. Right, okay, let's, let's, let's test them out. Said. Mm. Let's test them out, James. Yeah, Matt, cancel your pre-order now. I mean, I, I, I'm running over, but I'm not going to make a rash decision on the pod right now. Do it now. You're well, not going to do it. He's going to buy it. He's going to end up with it, James. I know. But basically, what's going to happen he is... is I, even... no, I know exactly what's going to happen. You're going to buy it, and then you're going to spend about two weeks saying that it's amazing, and it's changed It's changed how you think about <laughs> gaming. And then, you're, and then you won't <laughs> yes, play it ever. You won't play it again. Like, we won't hear anything about it I for a couple of months. I actually think the bigger issue is that I'll... <laughs> no, I just want to be there day one, see what the UI is like, see, see, what, see if it works. And then basically, I know I'll basically probably won't play it after that. £100 to see if it works. Yeah. Fucking hell! But I'm, exci- I'm, right. I'm excited about stuff. But do you think it. that you're going to sell it on? Um, no, no I, I, if I got it, I wouldn't be selling it on because there so might be. Do you know what's even more amazing about this? Right, so it's 120 quid, like for the to buy this. Yeah. But then Jeez. you get a three month subscription to Stadia Pro. But then yeah. after that, you're going to have to start ponying up like nine pounds a month for it as well. Like, well, not only that, what? James, he's not going to be able to play anything unless he buys a game. Right? No, no he can play Destiny Two. Like that's you can get yeah that's get right thing, into yeah. that yeah I, I mean also like no one else I know is getting it so I went and we are playing online and I'll basically <laughs> play it for the first <laughs> evening it'd be really exciting to open it and like start it and then after that I just won't use it um, you know when James you know when you go to Destiny to go to the tower in Destiny two and it's just ran with people yeah Matt's gonna load <laughs> Destiny two go to the tower it's just him <laughs> just walking about anyone want to raid guys, raid, guys. raid 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 <laughs> I mean, as much as I like to be there, don't want to do things, I'm, I'm thinking I should cancel it because even I can see I will cancel it then. I'm not cancelling now, but this is it. Matt, you can, you this can is play what you're going to be like Assassin's Creed right? Odyssey no, on no. it. What's that? Sorry, you could play Assassin's Creed Odyssey on it. You must be well excited, or Just Dance. You can get that. That's they're, they're both confirmed, you know, for, for yeah, the machine. I'm not even really excited about the games, it's more about the potential. But <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that he hasn't even got a pixel either. So like half the stuff he won't be able to do with it. Well, no, no, I just won't play it on my phone, but I'll play it on like Chrome on the browser. All right, yeah, cool. Uh, right, next email. Um, so I haven't cancelled it yet, but I'm, I, I think I probably will. No, just... we're aware, and you're not going to cancel it. I think I probably because am. you want to see what, what the UI is like. You, you know, what it's going to be like. That. It's going to be it's going to be life changing, Dave. You'll see. It's... If you, yeah, I know. Oh, no, it's brilliant. I get to do it on my browser. Do you? Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> You're saying, oh, no, no, I am going to cancel it. I am going to cance- cancel it now then. Then he's like, I, I could play it at work. And you're like, can you? And he's like, no, they, they block the ports. But I-, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'll be blocking ports, James. Yeah, they don't uh, block ports. Well, well annoying. But yeah, well. Okay, well, that's, that's very different. <laughs> right, okay. Um, Ride tracing at insert corners on Twitter. Uh, it's a very interesting tweet we've got here. In the remake slash, actually, might have been an email, whatever. In the remake slash remaster discussion, I think the confusion stemmed from Matt having the terms backwards. Remakes, 
open bracket, ratchet and clank, Link's Awakening, use entirely new code and assets. Remasters are just some spit and polish on top of a mostly unchanged game. Sometimes remasters can change things, like Dark Souls 2's. Dark Souls 2's Skull of the First Sin, but the underlying code engine and game is just a polished up version of the original. Did I not say exactly that? I mean, I I'm don't pretty even sure. This, but I'm sure you we didn't weren't say even it wrong. having an argument. Yeah, we were all. Like, we weren't even having an argument about this side of things. No. I mean, like it was, the, the, the what we were arguing about using, was whether. Yeah. Sorry, go on. The example I kept using was Shadow of the Colossus because that was literally just like HD version of the existing game. I think it would have been pretty clear of what. Uh, no, no, no. No, it wasn't. Wasn't it? The the um uh, the PS4 Shadow of the Colossus was a remake, wasn't it, from the ground up? I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was the the HD version on PS3 was a a remaster. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, either way, I, so I'm, maybe you were, maybe you were confused, Matt. Maybe if I use that example, but anyway, but but I, but I, I I think we know what they are. But thank you for the clarification. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, now I'm on. In I guess now, as you think about it, yeah, maybe because I gave you an example, and if that is that really a remake? I thought it was. I thought James, do a bit of googling while he reads gonna, out the next one. Keep, keep talking, and I'll, I'll look it up. Okay. Um, last week, I, I I had a bit of a bee in my bonnet about people kept saying, "Oh, that is well Tory." Oh, I can't believe you did that. That's well Tory. Um, Athena Allen and Busker Lily, you both complained about it, saying that calling is Tory is well Tory. So you're both on the list. That's it. Ben Simon, at Scientologist. Well, I, I mean, hold on. Okay, okay. I, can... I've got the word on the Shadow of the Colossus. Do you want to know? Go on then. Okay, so it says, uh, it says the remake was led by Bluepoint. Uh, it says the developers remake. remade all the game's assets from the ground up. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I thought so. Okay, yeah. well. Yeah, so that's where that's you get a, confused yeah, okay, yeah. at. But, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah you that. fucked it completely. I haven't said that. I do know what a remake and remaster is. <laughs> well, I don't know about that now. I should use an example I, wrong. This Tory thing, can our listeners up their game a little bit, please? Because I, Matt was clearly taking the piss out of... His point was, stop calling everything Tory, it undermines what being a Tory is, right? That that was the joke there. Yes. Like, up your game, listeners, <laughs> right? Except yeah, for you, really... insert coins, you were actually quite correct on Matt's assumption of what a remake and a remaster yeah, was. Yeah, but... apart from you, right, tracing, But, like, Athena Allen and Buscali, <laughs> sort your lives out. Come on. <laughs> we put some of those okay. work into this. We want you to do the same. It's not fair, otherwise. <laughs> you guys have been... You go running on empty. Do something about Twitter.com slash your names. Write something better. Tory. <laughs> Next email. Fucking hell. Uh, ben Syme, at Scientologist on Twitter. I had to pause um, the computer game show because David mentioned an idea for another area that should be in Goose Game and I started laughing so hard. It's now my most wanted sequel. Um, and then obviously you, you, clarified, or you, you both clarified it was a murder scene um, on, on Goose yeah, Game. Yeah, I didn't know what you, what, which one was that funny. But then to be fair, you listen to it, we are just barking out ideas left, right and centre <laughs> and they were all incredible. Yeah. So, you know, I still House, think House the need I think, to I get think the museum would still be... Still be great with like vases. Yeah, it would be great running around with like a big T Rex bone in your gob. It's just perfect. Yeah, and, and, perfect. and like like honk, like someone's looking at like the Mona Lisa and you honk and they like you know head yeah. first into they, the Mona they Lisa. They fall or... into it and yeah, somehow the head goes through the canvas yeah. in where Mona Lisa's face is. You know, we know. Yeah, we know. Or like you honk and the security guard knocks an expensive vase off a off a plinth. <laughs> oh. And it'd just be the reused vase from the garden scene. Yeah. Oh, we, you know, yeah, it, we're saving you time as well, House it, House. It, it, it works. Um, 
uh, that's it for feedback. It's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter if you want to tweet us, or you can email podcast at the Computer Game Show dot com. Cool, right? Um, blimey, let's get straight to the news. Okay, it's been an average week this week. There's been a couple of things. Think? That I would... think it's been quite a good one. I think it's been a couple of things that are interesting. A couple of bit of filler. I mean, the filler. The first one's a bit of a filler. We got. I mean, Sean Layden is leaving PlayStation. Do you think that's filler? Is that filler? That's a huge thing. <laughs> Someone who's really? been on PlayStation for 32 years leaving, you think that's just filler? Well, I guess so, but it's like, what are you going to say about it? It's like... Well, this is it, right? Yeah. Like, but I have... I don't know if you guys have been following like the reactions to it on various different podcasts and all this sort of stuff. It's hilarious, the reaction to this stuff. I mean, can someone like Sean Layden leave a company without people saying, oh, what's going on? Like... <laughs> It genuinely sounds like there was nothing weird going on. And the, the uh, did you read the statement? Have you got the statement there from Sony? Uh, yeah, hang on. Let's have a look. No, I, no I've got the direct statement. Brilliant. Okay, okay well, news uh, falls oh, apart. Oh, look, if, if you, look, if you want statements, then you've got to get ask me for them ahead of time. I can't just... Okay, but, I've d- got James, it here. Do you want me to read James, it? We've got to get ask him ahead of time. James, okay, here's, well, here well, it is, okay. We're this asking for the, the news story. That's not headlines. You've given us a headline. <sighs> Brilliant. When we ask you for your content and news story, next time I'll make sure that I've got all of the statements like lined up ready to go I mean as it happens thank I have got you. this one yeah, that was, which is ready you're saying it sarcastically you, but thank you well done on doing what we the we've basics asked to do that first. is the statement do you want me to read it or not <laughs> yes, yes if you've got it now it is with great emotion that we announce that Worldwide Studios chairman Sean Layden will be departing SIE his visionary leadership will be greatly missed we wish him success in future endeavours and are deeply grateful for his years of service thanks for everything Sean what happened to your voice at the end there? That was weird. Right, I, I'll say um, I'll say this, right? Okay, that was quite a touching little tweet, I thought. And I thought, do you know what? He's probably just said, yeah, I've, I, it's time for me to move on. I'm, I'm not, but then you listen to like, the, you read the articles and you listen to the podcast and they're like, yeah, something's going on here. <laughs> this is really weird the way he's leaving here. This is something's going on. I just thought... None of these people can leave without there being some sort of conspiracy yeah. theory. Although I will say that the opening part of that is just the most robotic it's, thing it's, I've ever heard. For 32 it years is with of great job. emotion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I heard a lot of those people, a lot of the podcasts saying similar things, saying this news got put left out to die and no one's really said much. But 32 years of the company and they got that tweet. It, it, I mean, it felt weird only because I, I, I'm recently. I'm sure they might have done probably, something yeah, recently. They probably did more than like, just the tweet, Matt. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, 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 but publicly, that's all we've seen. What else uh, are they going to do? So, yeah, like release yeah, like, like a big fan, <laughs> like putting the newspaper like a massive like you know like advert. Like, thank that you. Like you and um, join our live stream of Sean Layden's parade yeah. <laughs> at two, two o'clock. What, what did you want from him, Matt? I'd, I guess like the, uh, the more recent big high-profile people leaving are things like Reggie, where there's like a video and this that, and the other. And, and Sean Layden's never been that sort of personality in terms of leading PlayStation compared to Reggie. So maybe well, this always could be the case. But I don't know, it yeah. just will be like, yeah, here we go, he's off now. I mean, I'm still, but when you I'm think still about waiting for that now, one right? from Jay Allard, you know, from Xbox. <laughs> what, when you think about it now, you've got uh, Don Matrix uh, leaving video. It would have been interesting. When you think about it, you've got... <laughs> would have been a TV Spencer show. Mike, the, you look at the, the, the three main ones that are currently there before Sean Layden left. You had Layden, who no one really... You, he didn't really appeal to people, did he? No. I wouldn't say so. And then you've got Phil Spencer, who I think is probably... He's been the best. The best yeah, out he's of been the current yeah. He's been great. Because then you've got 
um, Bowser, who the jewelry is still out. Mm. I mean, it's very, very early, early on. on yeah. I'm suspicious so, of him because um, he worked for EA, and that's just a bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'd be interested to see who Sony. That was the other thing they were going. The timing of this is weird. You know, the PS5's coming out soon, and I was thinking, well, actually, surely that's perfect. A new console, yeah. a new sort of representative. Um, well, that's the thing because it I was just know, before PS4 that. It was just before PS4 what do you that think what's the time? Ti- why it? do you think the time is strange? Uh, what, was you, what was you saying there, James? I was saying it's just before the PS4 that like um, Phil Harrison like left like Sony, and everyone was like, "Oh, oh, that's terrible." It's like that worked out all right. It was wasn't so bad after Econ. They're, they're putting a new machine out. They want a a strong message for this machine, as as everyone does. But like, so surely a great way is to bed someone in just before it comes out, and then boom, like give it. Give it that message rather than, you know, have them leave soon after it launches or whatever. I, I think it's I mean, better this way. I mean, we're like eight or 12 months away from launch. It, this feels like quite late in the day to leave. But No, I mean, not in terms of a represent. What he does within the company is completely different, right? So what he does in the company is what he does in the company. But what we see... I don't think that's late in the day to announce his departure. Or I, know, I mean, in depart. terms of what we see, that that doesn't matter at all. I'm thinking, like, if this person is like leading, you know, like PlayStation just a year before, yeah, before you know, before the, the next generation. Yeah, but Mark Cerny's still there, and I'm pretty sure he's the one that's going to be putting all this yeah, new console together, <laughs> just in the factory. Um, yeah, he's going to be there with his hair net on, <laughs> just <laughs> thinking of it, and his rubber gloves yeah. putting, putting the microchips check. in. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, there, there's definitely something up. Because also, like the is the Japanese like president and corporate director has also like left. This is like Atsushi Morita. He's like he's left so right, as well. Okay, but that's, okay. that's also, because he's saying, old. Yeah, I also read some other table, reports about people this. saying they're really concerned because it feels nah. just a bit all over the place in like terms of Sony's lead up to PS Five. We're not. We're not going to do this. We're not going to be one of those podcasts like all the other podcasts that go. Oh, something's going on here. What's going on here, James? Yeah, I was being sarcastic, Dave. You didn't. Oh, you yeah? didn't, you didn't let me finish the whole sentence before you started. Yeah, but on you me. don't change your voice when you're being sarcastic. It's hard to tell, James. That's part of the fun. Yeah, it's <laughs> v- not very dead pan. <laughs> anyway, I, mean, right. I really. Oh, you look really good in that shirt, David. Oh, thanks, James. I was being sarcastic. Exactly. Oh, fuck. T- totally works. <laughs> yeah, what's yeah, every time? You look great in that shirt, David. Anyway, this guy, the other guy, has retired. So it's probably it's, the other guy. Yeah, Ooh, retired? Not, what does that mean? Of, uh, Why retire yeah. now at this late stage in his life? Mm, interesting. Yeah. I mean, retirement. Retirement. What does that mean? Is a phrase that we're all going to have to get used to uh, because oh, we're in our thirties. And that's yeah, we're not going really to retiring, are we? It's not going to happen. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was we're what gonna, it was. We're going to work that, until that we that die. That was what he was implying. Um, <laughs> Next news story. Now, hang on. Before that, where's he going to go? That's the exciting thing. Is it Stadia? <laughs> next news story okay next <laughs> James Smooth. your sense of timing is fucking ridiculous no, no, because that, it was because you said something and I said something at exactly the same time and then I wasn't sure what was going on and it all got a bit confused and then there was next a big news pause. story okay uh, PlayStation now is getting a permanent price cut and also like a bigger content push 
So okay. what they've done is they've reduced it from £85 a year down to £50 a year. And they've also added like God of War, Uncharted 4, Infamous Second Son, and Grand Theft Auto 5 um, to the service. But the thing is, is they're only going to be on there for like three months. And then they're promising like what they call marquee games every month, like that they're going to release like Wait. each time. What? Those those games are only going to be on there for three months. Yeah, yeah until that's yeah, the yeah that's that's the plan. But God of War is like theirs. Yeah, I know this is the this is the weird thing. But they they're promising that. But then the thing is, is they also said that these may go into like archive stuff, if you sort of mean. Because the other thing that mm. they're trying to put across with this is they've got Grace Chen who's running it. She said um, that the service like they're they're trying to promote the idea that it's got the largest catalogue of any console subscription service because they've got like over eight hundred games available on it. And so right. the whole point is, is they're going to put like what they're calling marquee games on there every month, but then there'll also be like the vault kind of thing of just like putting old stuff in there. So I presume that that will mean that stuff like God of War and things like that will go into that eventually. That's- yeah, they, they 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 need to sort their messaging out for this, don't they? Yeah. I mean, they've made this price reduction, they've added these games, and we're hearing about it via press releases. Yeah. They should have done a video that goes. Did you know you can download these games? They're not all streaming. PlayStation Now is not all streaming anymore. Yeah. I know they changed that a long time ago, but people don't know that shit. Yeah. Um, this is the price. This is what you're getting. Look at how many games there are. Just put a fucking video out there. Maybe there is a I mean, trailer and I haven't did. seen they, it. But they, they did a trailer. Did they really? Yeah. How have I not seen that? I've then? not seen it either, yeah. I mean, it's in the, it's in the piece you linked to, James, on Eurogamer. <laughs> didn't even scroll How down. Have we not seen James it, Dave? Didn't even scroll no, down. No, I haven't seen where, it. And you'd where have is it? That there would have been. Oh, let's have a look. I'm just having a look at the, the thing here. This is good. It doesn't it? matter. Yeah, um, <laughs> something's camera. Something's going wrong, isn't it? Something like I mean, they need to. They need to get that message out there better. I think. Um, I mean, this is definitely because definitely Game right Pass. Direction. Everyone talks about Game Pass. You know, Game Pass gets mentioned alongside Xbox all the time, but. It's not happening. I don't get that messaging with PlayStation. It's strange. No, it has been a mess up and to now, but Matt, this is definitely a, Matt, a, a, a what, James? Did Did you watch this trailer, Matt? No, I just saw the video. Yeah, it's not a trailer. What is it? It's just a video. Like, okay, it's not a video announcing any price cuts or anything like that. It's just a generic PlayStation Plus uh, PS uh, PlayStation Now like trailer. It doesn't yeah, say anything no, else. See, because what they should have done was they say an announcement, you know, tonight at such and such time, live on our Twitch, whatever, get people watching it, and then boom, the, the big push to get people onto PlayStation now. And maybe that's still coming, but it feels like they're doing a lot. They're changing a lot with that service, and mm. they're not exactly crowing about it. It's just strange to me. It doesn't really... I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, and as you say, James, you've used it before and you said that it's a really good service. Yeah, right? it's, it's fine. Like, especially for PlayStation 4 games. If they do like start to put like games on this, I mean, they're not going to do what Xbox are doing with Game Pass because they don't have to. No. Like, they don't have to do no, that. No, no. But if they do no. start to like stick things up there, you know, that I'm people sorry? would be interested in, it could be, it could be good. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean,. It can turn into something, but maybe they're waiting for the next gen to come out yeah. to start pushing well, that stuff. Especially if the next gen, if it will allow you to like download like PlayStation Three games or whatever as well, because there was all that there was before when you went on the show. There was a lot of stories about like patents that were like floating around for you know for like a play for the PlayStation be able to play like uh, yeah PS Three games, PS Two games, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. 
So if you could like yeah, download yeah, them, that'd yeah. be that'd be brilliant because it... they'd be mad not to because they know that that's the direction Microsoft are going, yeah. and you know that people are excited about that. And we've had another gem worth of a uh, generation worth of um, game sales, and a lot of those have been digital sales. Yeah, that it just seems like the right thing to do. That the next Xbox you load up and your home screen goes, no, those games you bought on your Xbox One and your uh, 360. You just download them on this as well now. Yeah. You know that that's the way they're going clearly, and Sony needs to get that sorted definitely. So this is and this is not a bad price, I think. I mean, fifty quid for a year. If you get if there are going to be games on here that are like worth it or whatever, then you know even if you only play two so of that, them, that, that works out cheaper than Game Pass, doesn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. But then again, but monthly it's not. Yeah, it's not. But you're not getting the same quality, are you? Really, is the problem? No, no, no. I guess not. Yeah, which is the thing. But um. Yeah, no, okay. Uh, cool. Are we Next too tempted with £50 a year? No, absolutely not. No, not at the moment. I, uh... I don't play my PlayStation enough, to be honest with you. So. No, no, me uh, I mean, I'm, yeah, but I mean, it's it's definitely on, definitely going in the right direction, um, but mm. it doesn't really interest me right now. Cool. All right, then. Okay, uh, PlayStation 4 cross-play is now out of beta and available to developers. So, what does that mean? Okay, so this is the cross-play stuff so that you can play with other platforms. You know, like um, yes. yeah, like yep. Xbox and stuff like that. For a long time, it was they said, okay, we're going to do this so you can play Fortnite and stuff like that with other people. And then there was a couple of like select games that were enabled for that, like Fortnite. But then now it's completely out, and any developer that wants to incorporate it can. So it's now up to the developers if they want to enable crossplay or not. So they don't need Sony's permission nope. to no. allow crossplay. Well, that's brilliant then. Um, uh, I just next up cross cross um, cross progression. Well, it's not saving, is it? Cross progression, yeah. yeah, is is what I want next. But uh, you know that all opens up all sorts of issues. Crossplay, I mean, is great, but it doesn't change your experience that much. Yeah. Um, cross progression is is more of a big deal, definitely. Yeah. You know, to for me to be able to load up the uh, Rocket League on PlayStation and all my stuff be on both systems, it would be a game changer for me. Yeah. Do, do, is uh, it not like a, a Rocket League account? Or anything yet? I thought there was the one coming. I thought I thought there was as well, but I've never been asked for it, so right, yeah. I don't know. Because I thought it was one that allows you to sync stuff, but maybe not. No, this is good. I mean, I quite just... like having a different one for my Switch though, because it's harder to play on the Switch, and I wouldn't want to fuck up my <laughs> my uh, stats on the Switch. But uh, yeah, PS PS4 means that it opens me up to playing with some other mates, and that would be nice, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next, uh, EA have leaked personal information of FIFA 20 players. and so, What do you mean FIFA 20 players? Okay, so this like is everyone. No, no, this is for the global series competitors. So there was 1,600 players signed up for this. This is the FIFA 20 global series. What is that? Because I don't even know what that is. It's, it's is an eSports competition. It must be their eSports thing. Yeah. Yeah. So registration opened, but then they closed it after 30 minutes. Because what was happening is people were going on the website to register and then seeing other people's personal information like in the in the fields of the form. So what are we talking here? Just their emails uh, or email, ad- date of birth, EA username, country oh, residence, awful, isn't it? and all that kind of Fucking stuff. Hell. Yeah, I mean, do, do you want me to read the statement from EA? Go on. So they said, at approximately 1pm UK time, we announced the registration portal page for EA Sports FIFA 20 Global Series. Shortly after, we learned that some players trying to register were seeing the information of other players who had already signed up through the registration page. We immediately took action to shut down the site by 1.30pm UK time. We were able to root cause the issue and implement a fix to be clear that information is protected. We're confident that players will not see the same issue going forward. 
but there's not been any information okay. so far about them reopening registration. That hasn't happened yet. Well, what what else can they do? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they fucked up big time. Um, yeah, but what else can they do? They they took it down straight away and they've tried to fix the problem. So. Just give them some ultimate team yeah. cards or something. I don't know. Just you know, sorry, no, it was an accident. I mean, it's really shitty. There is no, there's no getting around it. Like that, that is a really shitty thing to have happened. Yeah. Um, and someone is fucked up big time. Yeah, like, I, I saw. Um, him, I don't know his name, but I, there's some like big prominent FIFA like esports like players who are like properly kicking off. Like one guy saying he's gonna like sue. He's gonna get like yeah, so they should. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. So they and, and, like he was saying like so many other people that he plays you know FIFA professionally with are all saying like this is just a joke and you know people are actually questioning whether they can even be bothered playing FIFA professionally anymore. So this is going to do them. Uh, an awful lot of uh, awful. It's just be really, really bad for EA and and eSport and FIFA as an eSport. I think uh, if, if they're yeah, screwing over, they the, threaten the, 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 the most hardcore. Instead. Well, I don't know. Have you played it this year? <laughs> Probably not. I wouldn't go that far. Go on. Okay, um, David, would you like Bully Two as a game? I would like Bully Two as a game. Looks like it's not happening because ah, oh, for oh, fuck, why you break this? Oh, yeah. So, Bully 2 development fizzled out, as they say, after 18 months. So, what this was, was that Rockstar New England were working on this in the early 2010s, and Dan Hauser yeah. had written a script for it in 2008, which contained like a couple of scenes and an outline for the story. It was supposed to be Jimmy again from the first game, and it was going to take place, at least initially, like during the summer holidays, like after the end of a school year, but they never decided, like where the story would take him, like whether he'd like go to, you know, back to school or anything like that. So then Rockstar New England spent 18 months building out the whole thing and created like a whole playable version of the game. And although they said it was like a very small slice, but then after that, nothing really was said and the momentum disappeared and developers just moved to other projects and that was it. And it was, yeah. I mean, they're in a fortunate position Rockstar, where they can just can projects like that, and it probably doesn't affect them at all. Yeah. They bankrolled development of something for eighteen months, and they're like, okay, well, it's not really working. Um, and you know, in an ideal world, most places would do that because it means we're not going to be, they're not going to try and force a product out at the end of it. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's easy for Rockstar to do that sort of stuff, not so much for other other devs. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's sad. But, you know, the, the rumours have been floating about for ages, hadn't they? Yeah. That Bully 2 was being looked at. Well, there was, wasn't um, there? Because there was the other yeah. news, wasn't there, that there was a, that like, one of the composers or whatever was involved, you know, that it was mm. that it was going to happen, but it seems like it's not going anywhere now. I'd be fascinated to just see that, what they put together. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish they were like, the problem is, it would be lovely to see that, like, if they just put that out as a video, but it'd just be a nightmare because people go, this looks great, what are you doing? Mm. And then get on their back about it. But um, if they didn't feel like it was working and, and they, they're in a position where they can can it, then that's probably the right thing to do, isn't it? See, they're almost certainly working on Grand Theft Auto 6, aren't they? Like, that's probably what they're doing. I wish they weren't, though. I kind of wish they were doing something different. Uh, yeah, but then I'm also really excited to see a Grand Theft Auto 6, to be honest with you. Mm. I, lo- I love those games and um, to see what they... I'm just fascinated what tone they're going to take with the next one. Mm. I love it if like, they went serious Red, Red Dead. I love it if they... I, d- I don't know if they could, though, man. Like it, That's what Grand Theft Auto is. It's a parody Yeah, it's but, but the real life game. is beyond parody what? now. Like, What can they really do? That it, like, well, that's not. That's bullshit. It's not beyond parody. I don't know. Have you seen Trump's statement today? What he said? 
I haven't. We're not talking but, but about it here. But any day is like you know the stuff they've done in the past. It basically takes a piss out of someone like Trump, and now like he. Yeah, but there's 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 an interview with Chris Morris that come out recently. Oh, and for he's Channel Four was on. it? Channel, yeah, was it? Was that Channel Four News? I think I'd... it might be. Channel, no, I don't think it. What? Oh, I can't remember. But um, and he was just like, no, absolutely. When we did like the day to day. Some of the news stories that were coming out about government plans were so wildly insane that people back then were saying, "Oh, you're just parodying something that makes no sense." You know, like it's all it's too easy. It's low hanging fruit, or all um, the reality is more crazy than what you're doing. It's not. It just that it, it's not beyond parody, is what I'm saying. I think they need to change the tone of it a little bit. It would be a bit stale if they did a Grand Theft Auto Six where everything was, you know, like a pun on. Whatever, but they, you know, it could still take a lighter tone than. Yeah, I, than, yeah, uh, I know that that's what GTA's was done and done so well, but I would just love it, even like with like the quality of the writing and characters from Red Dead, but in a GTA environment. That would be I think stunning. it would need to be a complete different franchise for it to do that, or for a complete different um, IP or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, Jesus, the, the, I, the, I can't wait to see whatever they're doing next. I mean, they 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 tend to be really really good they games. Tried, they did that. Well, they they announced Agent that came and went without oh, that was anything. Ages ago, yeah. Uh, this yeah, yeah. that hasn't happened. Doesn't... Did you did you play did you play Bully? I played a little bit because I, I, I had it on PS2. I I didn't play any like remakes re- more recently, but I played a bit and I enjoyed it. But I, I never got into it fully. No, it was it's great. Really really it good. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. I loved that game. It was really. Didn't good. It didn't come out when I was at uni, um, so I, I, don't know, I had other things on my mind. But yeah, I um. Yeah, it, it, was, it was good, but I, I didn't get back to it. Okay, cool. Next. Okay, uh, Super Mario Maker 2 has had an update. Uh, so you can actually play online with friends now. Um, yeah. Does it work? Uh, I don't know, because I haven't got any friends, so I can't try it. <laughs> good point. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will try that this week then, because, uh, yeah, last time I tried to play that online mode, it was dog shit. just didn't work. It was flat out sh- <laughs> As I said, I've said before recently is that um, that game mode looks like so much fun. Mm. Just jumping into random things and trying to beat your mates to the end would just be incredible. But it was so laggy and broken that it was pointless. It was pointless to even try. I played it with randoms the other night and it was was still the same. It was still like really laggy and awful. uh, But you can now... You can now play with the Switch Online mobile app as well. You know, so you can uh, you can do voice chat while you're doing it. Oh really? Yeah. Cool. We'll try that. We should definitely try that. This yeah, time. I mean, like, this will work well as a stream, will it not? Like, so is the idea that two of you jump in together and then you both do random levels and race to the end? Yeah, yes. you can either do yeah. comp- uh, competitive or you can do co-op as well. Like, you can just try and get three levels no, together. Co-op. No, no, competitive. That's what it's all about. But, but, trying but, to get but, three so levels together. Just like, you other user-controlled levels, or are these just like set multiplayer ones that Nintendo have created? Uh, other multi, uh, yeah, they're made by other oh, people. Okay, aren't amazing. They? Okay, cool. That's that's the impression I got, James. Unless because yeah. the amount of ones that I saw on Nintendo were never making those. <laughs> yeah, they've, so, they've also yeah. added um, official accounts now as well, which is good because they. I mean, they did this with the Wii U version. Already had this, whereby you could follow like Nintendo accounts or whatever that were like churning out levels as well. And yeah, it's yeah. good because often they're like they used to have like competition ones and like stuff like that, and it was, oh, that was usually so good, the quality yeah. was a bit better, you know, than than other ones. So that's good. So that's good. Can't underestimate. I wasn't on the show when that game came out. My word, is it good? Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. I mean, as you said, as you were saying on the show, James, that the single player stuff 
made by Nintendo levels, that whole thing was fantastic. Um, and yeah, I mean, just creating stuff was just so good. Harry booted it up again this week and we just sat there for ages just mucking about and yeah, what a game that is. Yeah, Can't I need to play that. that. It's good. It's a good one. Uh, okay, next. Uh, that's pretty much it. But Dave, have you seen... Okay, do you remember the the, uh, the game's animal? I do remember the game's animal. <laughs> he bought out of... What was it? Last year he bought out that Yeah, last, that last year he had his, uh, his YouTube Dave channel. Perry. Yeah, where he like did the whole thing with the bikini babes <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Bikini <laughs> babes playing beat-em-ups. Up and down, <laughs> up and down. Well, yes, I remember the game's animal. He's back, and uh, he's got uh, <laughs> uh, finally he's got episode three has come out, and it's That's so free. Yeah, yeah, it's the third episode. I mean, he he does apologise for the fact that he's like you know not been churning them out. You know, it's been just like this is episode three after like a year or whatever. But um, that, right, so I'm guessing. It's been nearly a year since episode two, because I think that just came out before Christmas, didn't it? Or between Christmas and New Year, right? So it's been like 10 months. So 10 months of working on episode three, I I bet it's a banger, right? Oh, yeah, it it really is. Have you watched it? Especially the sound quality. The sound quality is the best thing. (laughs) We're like, there's this part, most of it, when he's talking, there's all like, like popping sounds and all that kind of thing from the mic, which is, I don't know how that happened. Like, it's not even I do that. It's, uh, you know, it's just kind of terrible. But I mean, it's it's a really bizarre episode because I did watch it because I saw it like on Rollmark. Like, somebody was like posted it. And I was like, I'm just going to sit yeah. here and, and watch some of this. And it's it's kind of, you can't take your eyes off it because you don't know what's going to happen <laughs> next. Because it's just, I'm not sure how much of it is supposed to be intentionally funny and how much is just a bit sad. Like it's just <laughs> episode two. It was really funny because episode one was so bad, yeah. like that it was you were just laughing at him, and then episode two come out and it was just him pulling things out of a box, going, "Here's some bandanas that I tried to sell at uh, conventions, some more bandanas in here," and it was just like, "Why am I watching this?" Yeah. And at the episode three, is it back to the? Good cringy stuff. Oh yeah, stuff, absolutely. Or? I mean, it opens up with like him saying like during the summer there was like this event. I can't remember what it was, but like it was some beach event where they're all playing volleyball and everything. And there was people. Then there's just all these like this montage of like people wearing these black t-shirts that say "Games Animal," and they're all like playing volleyball and stuff like that. And then like sort of cuts of them all just like, standing there in groups and everything. And you're like, I don't know who any of these people are. What this is for. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with this? It's just really odd. So he goes through all that, and then he did. He does this like straight to camera thing where he was sitting there for a good. I think it was about ten minutes, like reminiscing about going to E3, and it's the most nineties thing you could ever imagine. Like talking about like his experiences of going to E3 in America and how this was a big deal because people didn't go to America in the nineties, and it was a bit like a bit. You know, he felt like people he, didn't go to America. That, that's, in the that's what he was saying, yeah. And also, there wasn't any okay. internet and all that, and you had to like hustle to get there and all this kind of thing. And but the, the stuff that he talks about is, you know, like he starts talking about like Californian girls and like how they're amazing and all this. And he's like, not 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 <laughs> there's anything wrong with uh, not there's anything wrong with British girls. Like, he's like, but these were like, and it's just you got to see it. it's, it's it's incredibly cringeworthy. But then so he does that, and then it moves on to a whole section where he started selling t-shirts. Which is like <laughs> <laughs> Matt Murray got involved. Oh, yeah. He got is Matt it, on board. Any tips? Anything we can learn? No, no. I mean, they're not his T-shirts. They're just for some other company or whatever. And he was like, "If you want these, you know, you can you can buy them and you know, use this goes, discount code." Fredperry.com. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then he just started. Use then he, he was like, "Oh, you know, I, I like Amiga games. Here's an Amiga joystick. Uh, if you've got any retro stuff you want to send me, I, I can use on the show. Then please do." Oh it's, no! Uh, yeah. Oh god! Yeah, you've, you've got to see it. It's, it's so sad. It's very interesting to watch. I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was glued to it. To be honest, it was, it was great. All right. Yeah. I will definitely check that out this week. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to catching up on some games animal. Yeah. Uh, speaking of games. Speaking of games animals. Should we what you've been playing? <laughs> should we what you've been playing? Go on then. I'll start with James this week. Okay. Go on, James. All right. Um, okay. I finished Link's Awakening. Um, so I finished Ooh, it over the weekends. Yeah. You were quite negative about this game. Was I? This is the thing. Everyone's yeah. had this impression that I didn't like it, and it's not true at all. You, for the past two weeks, you began. It's not making anyone's game of well, the it's year. Not, it's not, is it? it? It's not. Come on, it's not a game of the year. It's. It was really nice, but it's still not. I wouldn't say it's not like a massive blow your mind like sort of experience because you know what you're getting. But when you started the game right at the start, you were you were saying you the frame rate was bugging you, the yeah. blurry edges to screen was bugging you, like. So is that did that get better? Did, no, no, what, that, what's happening? That, Where are you now? That's still, I mean, that still is a problem throughout. But as Matt said, you kind of ignore it after a while because the right. experience you're having is still nice. Like it's still a good experience. Okay. I mean, it's also got like one of the saddest endings to a game ever, which is in a yeah, it was really sad actually. Yeah, but it's still really very good. And I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing more remakes like this. It'd be nice. I mean, it for me, this felt like it was a nice diversion. But I wouldn't put it on my game of the year list because it's you know it still has the mechanics from like quite a long time ago and there it wasn't I don't just not not like Breath of the Wild no, is it I think it's an excellent game it's definitely it's definitely one up there with some of the best games this year but I think there will be others that beat it into like a top three or top five but it was an excellent game and I'm really glad yeah. I played it yeah I, I would no. love to see other two D remakes like this it was just, yeah you're right it was like a nice distraction is the wrong word but it just felt. You know, it felt like playing the old game, but but modernised. And I like the fact it's quite a short, contained experience as well. Yeah. Music's great. It looks great. Um, yes, yeah, I, I had a blast playing it. I loved it. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, the last two dungeons were quite were. You know, they they sort of increased in difficulty quite a lot. I thought definitely. Yeah, yeah. I like dudes. <laughs> the ones because I was about to say because I remember it being quite easy, right? No, is that yeah, not the case? The, I think the first. The first like load of dungeons are are quite simple because they're very linear, and it's things like um, this was before they'd really sort of developed like more complex puzzles for like for solving things. Where it's like many times you like go into a room, and the only thing you need to do to get a key to move on is to just kill all the enemies that are in there. You know, yeah. which yeah, yeah. Um, you don't get that in like more modern game Zelda games quite so much. But then it, later on, it became much more about like backtracking and so, like having to re- like sort of memorize where you know like the whole map really for where you're like you know. Yeah, definitely. Like, that, that, that dungeon with the pillars. There's loads yeah. of like go oh, here, do hard. this, come back. And, like I you had things you had like to that. take from one. Yeah, it was. I died lots. <laughs> But also any of those ones where it has the you know like if you hit a switch and then it changes the like the red or the blue like oh, tiles. Yeah, where, yeah the uh, orange I, and blue. I, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, they got that in um, uh, Link to the Past as well. Yeah, really? well one of the things that because uh, Link's Awakening has that um, oh you can only see on the map where you've been right. Yeah. Right, so because Link to the Past, I was really surprised that yeah, it was just all open from really, the moment the, you oh, yeah, they give you start the game. The map right from the beginning, don't they? So you can see. Yeah, everything. yeah, it's really bizarre. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I mean, I still would say it's, it's absolutely worth playing. And like, I mean, definitely, if you yeah. want to borrow it off me, Dave, you can because it's. I've still. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll definitely borrow it off you if if that's okay. Because um, uh, Harry's like, he'd love it. Yeah, sure. He'd love watching that. 
Yeah, it's, it's yeah cheers, man. I'd appreciate that. So that um, that was good. Um, the other things I played this this week, um, I played NeoCab, and this. Uh, you, so how did you play NeoCab, James? Oh, okay, I knew this was going to come up. So okay, here's what? here's what Tell happened. The people at home, what happened? Right, here's wait, what? wait, wait. NeoCab. Neo just before we go into it, NeoCab is a new game that's just come to Apple Arcade, right? Yeah, and also Switch as well. So. We first became aware of this when it was on that trailer for one of those Nintendo Directs that focus on indie games. Okay. And do you want me to tell you what it's about first before I explain? Well, I, yeah, no, you explain, yeah, but I know what it's about. Yeah. Okay. So what this is, is you play the part of Lena who's trying to move to a city um, to be with this friend who she was close to before. Uh, but then, there, you know, for some reason, they sort of they grew apart. And she's a taxi driver, and you drive these sort of neo cabs, what as they're called, like around the city. So it's kind of like a Uber simulator in that you drive around, pick people up, and have conversations and learn more about the city. And then you have to like respond to the different conversations. But then the thing is, is that like whatever you say may impact your star rating, like as you're as you're playing through. So you have to like consider, is it okay, you know, to delve right, okay. closer into this like Uber. which is which is kind of yep. nice but i mean so see i saw this was out and i really wanted this because i really liked the look of it when i saw it on the nintendo direct and i was thinking okay i'm probably going to get like the switch version of this so it came out this week and it's like 16 quid and i'm like mm, that's Blimey. quite a lot and then but you see you know like i cancelled apple arcade like before and you know like during the free trial yeah, but your mum's Surely you still got a month. No, you don't. If you if you cancel the free trial, it's cancelled. Like they they just completely cut you off instantly. Yeah, I think if oh, if you pay, that's rough. if you pay, they yeah, probably that's do just the thing. Cancel a trial. Yeah. yeah, they'll do it to the end of the month. Yeah. yeah, but with this, they don't. They just cut you off. So I was like, ah, oh, nice. Again, I, like I don't really know, James, why you cancelled it before like this. We could, so well, did you know that? Did you know that going in when you cancelled it? No, I didn't. It? And that's that's one of the other reasons why I can't because I I cancelled it and I thought okay. You know, I'll probably still have it until the end, and then I haven't got to remember to do it later. But then it's like cancelled, yeah. you're cancelled, you're done. So then I was like, oh, I'm not shit. sure what I'm going to do with this because I'd, I'd like, I'd actually prefer to play it on the Switch, but I can't um, because it's. Yeah, then I just thought, oh, then I had a back and forth with Matt about what I should do, and then <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? Why did you cancel it in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, but then surely five dollars. Wait, hold on. You didn't buy this on Switch, did no, you? No, I didn't. No. Right. Okay. That's that's all right then. Yeah. So, so I ended you up, made the right choice. I ended up resubscribing to Apple Arcade. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So I was just thinking, you know, it's, it's a fiver, and a fiver is better than sixteen quid. And yeah, a fiver is better than sixteen quid. Plus, you get ninety nine other games yeah. with it or whatever. Well, that. So. And also, the other thing that I I like have been really enjoying with this is the fact that you can play it across loads of different like all the stuff I've got. Like because I've got mostly Apple stuff, it works on everything. So I played this mostly on Apple TV. But then it was completely seamless, like picking up like other devices. So if I like picked up yeah, an iPad, God, yeah. you just open up NeoCab and you're exactly where you left off on the TV. God, that is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was really cool. And even like on your on your phone, like I was out and I was like, oh, I've got a few minutes. Open it up and it's there. And it's like I just yeah, resumed like, straight away. Yeah. So that so uh, so can I ask you a quick question about Apple Arcade? Mm-hmm. I asked Matt. He didn't know 100. percent When is it coming to Matt? Uh, today. It's in Catalina and that's out now. So yeah, yes, yeah. Well, you said yeah, you said the update was out today, so it should be there today. Great, that's brilliant because that means that I'm going to subscribe now because that's what I was waiting for. Because I want to play that um, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it's called? Um, but and what the golf? I, I, and everyone's everyone's saying yeah, I want to play what the golf and stuff. But that was the one. Whereas you know, what the golf I know is good on the phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But everyone was saying you got to play Wild Hearts on using a pad. Yeah. 
And the fact that I can either spend, what was it, 15, 16 quid on the Switch version to play it on the Switch, or I could just connect my, um, what do you call it, my Switch Pro controller to my Mac and yeah. use that. I'm assuming you could do that, right? Yeah, you, I know you that, can control it. You, you can, yeah, you can control one of those or or like a PS3 Yeah, but then, that's what's whatever. interesting because on your phone, your phone only accepts a PS4 or an Xbox controller, right? Yeah. It doesn't have support for the, uh, the Pro controller. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Mac supports the Pro controller. So I wonder if that will still then work with Apple Arcade. You assume so, don't I'd you? I'd assume so. I, I don't know. I have to try and investigate, see if it works. But it doesn't matter. I mean, I can still play it on a controller oh, on my Mac There's something you need to be so. aware of before you upgrade to... Oh, go on. Yeah. Uh, all your 32-bit apps will not work anymore. Like, at all. What do you mean? So, Audacity won't work anymore. Yeah. Audacity won't work. Um, Level 8 won't work. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because they're... Yeah. Well, that's... Because pr- it's... It, like, Casalina what the fuck only, are we going to do? Casalina only supports 64-bit like applications so that Dave well, this is well, one of the reasons update, right? this is one of the reasons why I started using GarageBand is it like because that definitely works whereas yeah Audacity doesn't well yeah I might just have to record using GarageBand but but um, Audacity or uh, they'll, they'll there should, get yeah, an update there will be this is terrible bit. this is terrible conversation alright okay fine yeah so that's that's okay. what I ended up doing and yeah it, I ended up doing that and it was it was worth it though because it was really interesting to see how these work across platform though and it's fantastic like it's exactly the game though, what you'd be hoping the game let's get to the game alright so anyway where did I get to uh, so yeah you're driving around the city yeah, you didn't picking you know picking people up and giving star ratings but what what's quite interesting about it is that the conversations you have like you because you're worried about your star rating because if you if it goes down really low then you can potentially get fired um but then you do get into like interesting conversations and i mean like in one right right from the off there was one character that i was driving and he said like i don't want to talk about politics like as we were discussing something because there's the whole sort of like corporate side to this world as as there generally is in these sort of like cyberpunk style things and then so then i had to choose whether to like you can choose like whether to push it or not knowing that like I was thinking, like what he's saying, I just disagreed with what he was saying. But then, if I got into an argument, I might lose my rating and potentially get fired or whatever. But then I still pushed ahead. And what was really interesting about that was that you, I pushed ahead with the conversation, and it it was just really nice because we we agreed to disagree, like basically on it. But it was not in a very cliched, awful way. It worked like really well. And well, we when ended I had up, that conversation, yeah, was- I uh, I said. Okay, because well, I was also because I played a little bit of this as well. I was also a little bit worried about you know having an argument in my cab for like the first person I picked up, and uh, I said, "Well, you know, I've got my views, you you got yours." Uh, and I think I apologised a little bit later, but he was like, "It's cool, you know." But yeah, so, so but I, I didn't push on with a conversation. I think I try actually tried to like, you know stop the conversation. So, but then also what happens is that you build relationships with these people. So. Each, how do you mean? What you see that you get them you get the repeated, in your cab more yeah. than once. Probably. So what what happens is every night you like open up your app um, to see like who's who wants who wants a ride, and often you'll see the same people will keep coming up, and so you can go and see them. So you can like progress your relationship with them over time, and that affects the main story as well. But the good, I mean, the other thing about that is it's pretty clear that you can't. Um, there's no way that you could like see the whole story. In one game, in one playthrough, because you're never, you know, you you can't get complete like sort of stories for everybody in the time that it takes, because it seems to take place over about six six nights, and once the six nights right. are up, the main story is is done, and uh, and that's kind of it. But I mean, I I enjoyed the game because it focuses obviously a lot on like sort of current issues related to like politics and like data collection. 
and like how comfortable we are or should be with technology, which is always like an interesting thing. I mean, we had that with the Red Strings Club was also like kind of similar. But what they also have in this is they have this bracelet that you're given at the beginning, which indicates what mood you're in. Have you got that format? Uh, no, not yet. I've just um, got to town and picked up my mate and that's it. Yeah, so you, well, she, she gives you a bracelet. And this bracelet, what it does is it, it changes colour depending on what kind of mood you have. And mm. that, I mean, it's obviously it's like a gameplay conceit. Like, it's there so you can see how, how your character is reacting. But there's also, like, a wider conversation about the ethical issues of this. Because the person who gives it to you just says, oh, I love this because it makes me honest about my feelings with people. Because people can see how I feel. So I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to be, like, as honest as possible. But then, I mean, I'm looking at this and thinking, that's monstrous. Like, <laughs> there's no way I'd want people knowing exactly, like, what sort of emotions I've got as I'm speaking with them. Oh, James, we always know what emotion you've got. <laughs> grumpy. What colour is it for grumpy? It'd be, it'd what colour is it for... It'd be just permanently red. Uh... But yeah. But it's but it's quite interesting because then you have this sort of like wider like ethical conversation about this and it's that like is developed throughout the game as well and it like becomes a thing. So even though it's like a gameplay conceit, they also are aware that this is actually a bit creepy and a bit weird. So it builds to stuff. Yeah, which... Does it like start off like with easy conversations and then like gets more political as you go along? Yeah, kind of. Uh, depending on who you pick up. Um, because different. Right. I mean, I, I had one conversation. Oh, you get to choose who you pick yeah, absolutely, up. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You just you go around and okay. pick up whoever you feel like. And um, I mean, I would urge you to play this because I think you'd probably find you probably like this, Dave. Because it's also yeah, it like it's also quite relaxing as well in the sense that it's although in the background there are kind of high stakes things going on. You also get to just have these good conversations with people as well, which are sometimes yeah. not even related to what's going on. Like there was one conversation mm. where these this couple got in in the back you know, behind, and they just like were obsessed with the idea that I was an AI, and that like that this the character driving was a robot, <laughs> and so then they like start trying to ask you questions to try and figure out if you're a robot or not, and you're trying to like, argue the case that you're not, and then they're like, oh, that sounds like the kind of sort of thing a robot would say, and you know this kind of thing. It's it's <laughs> it's it's pretty good. It it works out pretty well. But, I mean, there's a couple of relationships also that towards the end I felt kind of sad that I hadn't developed them further because I was like, oh, that, that probably went off in an interesting direction but I didn't get to didn't get to see it because I, I ended it maybe too quickly, which is kind of a shame. Mm. But also, the other thing I liked about it is that it isn't, like, a very judgmental game at all. Like, you can draw your own conclusions, like, based on, like, what's going on around you. And also, most of, like, a lot of the people you talk to are nice people. Like, this is not, like, a sort of... Um, very sort of heavy, like oppressive, like atmosphere. Or even though what is going on around you is not great, it still you get the feeling that people are still living their lives. They're still trying to sort of you know make sense of everything, and you know as you do like in 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 regular life. So yeah, I mean I, I got the bad ending, but I still felt it was worth playing through, and I didn't feel <laughs> you always get the bad. Well, ending. Yeah, I know, but this this time I got a bad <clears throat> ending, but I wasn't terribly upset that I did um, because I just felt no, this, no, no. this feels like. Yeah, I, I deserve That's that. That's a sign of good writing. Yeah, it's, and I, I yeah, felt yeah, fine yeah. about it. I didn't feel like I like anything bad about it. So, I, I mean, I would really urge you playing this, especially because it's on Apple Arcade, and so you can play it for you know like for your subscription or whatever. It takes... I mean, I played it for about four or five hours, I think, It's was my playthrough. And I'm still thinking about going through again because it, it was just... Yeah, it was a good, really interesting experience. Yeah. Cool. It's great. All right, anything else? Uh, I also played Cricket Through the Ages. Have you tried this? I've heard a bit about this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've I've barely I've played it. it. I mean, I've, I played it with Rachel the other night, and we were both laughing because it looks ridiculous. And it's another. What is well, it? It's a Devolver digital game, and what it is is it's there's two characters on the screen, 
And are you playing on what you playing on? Uh, I was playing on Apple TV when I did this, uh, okay. but you can also play it obviously on on anything. Right, so it's Apple Arcade. Yeah, yet. and that's why I played this because it was free. And well, not you know, you know what I mean. And what it is is that you only have one button, like to control what's going on. So, like on the TV remote, it's just like the you know the select button or the play button or whatever for the other person, and you just like swing your arms. Like so, there's one person on one side, one person on the other side, and they're like it's like in two D sort of Street Fighter style and like you just like swing to throw something at somebody so you have to like time it right so that you like release it at the right time to like knock them over and then so this then it sort of builds up to this idea that this is like the beginning of cricket is like um is yeah. like a caveman throwing a ball at or throwing a rock like <laughs> a, a, a T-Rex or whatever and then it just goes through like the ages as it were as the title would suggest and uh, yeah, where you just basically—it <laughs> sounded like you've just worked that yeah, out. <laughs> where you just you just keep doing the same thing and like over and over again. And it was it's fu- it was fun. I mean, I've only there's there are like a bunch of other game modes as well, but I only played the first one, so I can't really say whether they were good. But we we had a good time. It only took maybe ten minutes or whatever to get through, and um, need to play oh, really? some of the other ones. Okay, yeah, I had yeah. it downloaded, but um, you know, since since day one. Okay, I didn't realize it was so short. I think so it's really it worth playing with though? someone else. Uh, no, no, you can you can play it on your own as well. But I'd really it. I, it's clearly this was designed to play with other people because it's just really looks ridiculous. Like when you're and both it's playing just one button each thing, other. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's just one button. Yeah, okay, you just cool, hold yeah. it down. I'll play it. Yeah, it looks good. It looks really funny because yeah, the characters are just like flailing at each other. Like particularly if like both of you like throw the ball wrong and it just like goes off in a completely wrong direction and then you're just sort of like running at each other. Your arms like just flailing in the uh, yeah like hitting each other it's, it's pretty funny but so yeah, yeah so it was alright yeah it's it's definitely worth it's, it's worth a download you know as, you know, with Apple Arcade it's, it's worth having a look and that was it cool. and then the only other thing I played was Pilgrims which I know Matt you played as well yeah yeah um, Pilgrims is uh, I've been playing What's more Apple Arcade Pilgrims? stuff this week I haven't I can't really stop myself I absolutely love it Pilgrims actually the funny thing is um, I heard this game well this game came out last week so there has already been like a second drop of, uh, of Apple Arcade games it was this it was um a new, I think it's like a new Redout game. Uh, there's that mm-hmm. um, Bradwell Conspiracy, as James said, and another game as well. I can't remember the name of, but it does it does show. Oh yes, another game is Redout Space Assault um, and Pilgrims, and a game called Nightmare Farm. So it is good that there are there are new games coming out for Apple Arcade. But Pilgrims, um, it's a game actually from the people who made uh, Machinarium, who I talked about only like a couple of weeks ago, because I did not like the art style. Um, not in glowing terms. No. It's um, basically so it's. Uh, it's a card game and also a sort of point-and-click adventure um, where you have this uh, this overland, uh, this overworld map, um, and you can basically click on this map to take your characters to different different sections of this map. And then when you get to the location, it's a single screen, and on that screen there might be something to collect. There might be someone to meet, to talk to, um, and basically there's a selection of puzzles, um, all of which are basically get something because someone else needs this thing and then from then you get what they give you that can help you solve another puzzle so on and so forth um and you, you also as well as like meeting these people you can also opt uh, get new people to swap um uh, to swap out your character so you start off as this bloke and then you get to meet some other people and then the, the those people have different skill sets nothing that's really explicit it's not really said oh no you can now do this 
But as you experiment and you swap the cars in and out between like a guy and a girl and some other people, you can see that they can do different things and have different impacts on the people that they meet. Uh, there, uh, there's no voice uh, in this game at all. It's all just done with little like um, simlish sort of like uh, beeps and beeps and bobs. But you also see uh, like a speech bubble above the people's heads that you talk to, and they they might show they might it, their speech bubble might say they want like a cooked fish meal. So you're like, okay, I need to find somewhere where there's like a lake. Uh, so you go there, but actually you haven't got fishing rods. So you need to go and find that somewhere. Maybe the person with that has something else that you need to get. And so there's like a, a big old sort of quest line um, to get different items to then solve the puzzle. The whole game can be finished in about 30 to 40 minutes. So it's it's not a long game. Uh, but I absolutely loved the style of the game. Um, I'm not sure how you'd how I'd even describe it. it it's um it's it's illustrated. It looks like a children's like storybook, um, and uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the thirty forty minutes I played. Well, what, what do you think, James? I don't think we've actually spoken about it much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you described it like pretty well because it's it's. I mean, you you finish it like inverted commas in like thirty or forty minutes, but I think the point is is to keep going back to because what also when you when you're playing the game. If something significant happens, then it goes to like this card appears on the screen, like to the right, which you can then like tap on, and then it you get like a whole grid of different cards, which then like flip over um, if you've done something significant. And I think the whole point is right. you're supposed to like go back and replay it to like unlock all the significant scenes, like that that are going yeah, through it. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, because and, I mean, because there, there, there must, there must be like 30, 40 cards in in that deck, and yeah, I, I, I might find I know lock like. 10 to 12 on my first playthrough so yeah you're probably right because there's how do you unlock them well because there's just, there's multiple ways to solve like um some of the puzzles like there's multiple ways to like yeah to like go through it and then so different combinations okay. will unlock like different like important scenes like that you'll see right okay. and uh, i mean i don't want to say what they are because <laughs> you'll it'll, see it'll ruin it yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of threat sorry james no it's it is very good i mean it's basically it's like a, it, to me, it felt like a trading game. Like you're basically sort of just going from place to place, picking up the right items, and then like trading it with people to get the right things, so then you can like progress. It's, I mean, it's, it's weird because after playing Link's Awakening, I felt like <laughs> yeah. the same sort of thing. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's like, yeah. You know, you've picked up this to you know to that does this or whatever, and yeah, it's it is very fun, and it's, I mean, and the, I mean, the visual style is is really nice. It's, I mean, I think yeah. you probably like this as well, Dave, because it's. Especially like thirty minutes or so. It's you can never like. Yeah, I need to get on. Yeah, yeah again, like, yeah, I only play it on the phone. All you have to do is like tap the screen and then just tap tap card to the bottom of the screen. So it's not. It doesn't really require a controller. Yeah. Um. But I but I am said that I bet it will look great on the TV. Um. But yeah, it's, it's just really nice. It's really It's like a really another Apple T Apple Arcade experience, which is a really nice, satisfying, easy, comfortable game. Just like I played with Assemble with Care. Um, you mentioned like Neo Cab being relaxing as well, James. So if mm. there's a bunch of these games where it's weird. Like maybe I don't know if it's just like the styles of games I've been playing or that we've all been playing. But also I think subconsciously I feel like it's the lack of in-app uh, transactions, microtransactions. Because obviously with those games, it's so much about like counters and countdowns and do this and fill these bars and so on and so forth. But it's, there's just literally the game, and there's there's it feels like there's there's no rushing. There's no like you know the game trying to coerce you into doing this or the other or paying money or it's really it's really nice. Um, but again, it's, maybe it's just in my head, uh, like uh, you know because no, because I, there aren't any. I think you're completely right because it's just I see. I was thinking about this when I was playing these because I haven't played games like this for quite a long time because you don't really get 
games like this so much on Switch because because of the like there is usually like a higher price point. Most things are more sort of like action orientated or more sort of like focused on like having a big experience or something like that. And a lot of these are quite short. Like they're not very long games, but they're also often like quite affecting and quite beautiful. And it, yeah, it's 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 a different kind of dynamic that you get from this kind of thing. Yeah, it, it sounds like. I mean, I've not uh, been on this yet, obviously, as I say. But um, it sounds like. Do you remember? the passage and stuff like that when all those games started coming out and they were like 10 15 minutes long there was one life i think was another mm-hmm. one and it was it just felt that there were these little experimental things that you just play and but they stick in your mind because they're so different to everything else that you yeah. play that, that it feels like it's sort of challenging that yeah and, it, also um, what's cool about that is that it's like if you remember like at the beginning of oh fuck it, i've said it Fuck. Well, you didn't quite say no. it. You're all right. But oh, I nearly said it again then. Just say it, James. Go on. No, I'm not saying it. Just say Just it. Get out of your system. It. Just say it. In the beginning, they. <laughs> <laughs> In the beginning. Yeah. So at the start. When they first had the App Store like, on iPhone, they were like, you know, like experimenting with tons of things like this, and there was a lot of stuff that worked and some stuff that didn't work. Whereas now, they do seem to have like perfected a lot of stuff, which is which is good. It's uh, yeah. I mean, they were talking about this on the Eurogamer podcast, and I completely agree. It's yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I mean, they feel cool. like just getting curled up in a nice book, which again is something I haven't I haven't done for a long time. But I met you know, but these like short thirty to forty minute experiences or an hour long experiences that will yeah be really nice. You haven't played um Assemble with K, have you, James? Not yet, no. You need I'll, to get I'll that download as well. That's that's yeah. excellent. Um although I, I think that works really well on phone because it, it that mm-hmm. is like a little book it feels like a little story in a little book, so maybe that, that would be more suited to that platform. But that's the joy again of this though. you can play it on whatever you've got. Even I mean, even on TV, a lot. I mean, I've not played anything so far with a controller either. I've been using just like the remote, and because most of the stuff is just like swiping, it's absolutely fine. It's been it's been absolutely fine, you know, to to control. Mm. So yeah, it's all right. Cool, it's good. All right, Matt. Anything uh, else? I'm still playing What the Golf. Um, that game is still surprising me. It's still making me laugh. I'm. It's got a count at the beginning. I've done like five thousand strokes. Of- <laughs> I've done eight laughs so <laughs> yeah. far. It's been counting by it uses the microphone tee-hees, um, and four turtles. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I've been playing for like nine hours so far, and I'm still only like sixty or seventy percent of the way through the game. Uh, it is sure. a- is absolutely excellent. Um, I think as I mentioned last week, like you, you basically there's tons of these like various holes you can go in, in this like giant like laboratory, whatever you're in, and you can basically go in and do the hole and then move on. But I find like the places where the most creativity is and the biggest challenge is actually going back and um, doing the hole another two times. Um, so once you're the first time, you can move on. Um, but when you go back a second time, uh, and and then you got you got to do two versions of that hole. Uh, those are when like the challenge the challenge really ramps up, or you might have to do the same thing but in less strokes, or with more obstacles in the way. And yeah, some of them have been really really difficult. Like um, 
I, I won't ruin all like the themes, uh, but obviously it, yeah, it, it plays kind of... on a lot of like other games and stuff. A lot of which we've already seen. I mean, we've, yeah. already, we've already mentioned. I think we mentioned it back in like Res, but it does like super hot stuff. Some of the super hot levels are really yeah, hard, suit, yeah. really hard, but 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 really really satisfying. Um, and yeah, this game. I think I tweeted last week. Like, just when you think this game has shown me anything, uh, everything, it does something, and I'm like, oh, that is that is amazing. And I, you know, has that has that take like a step back? Like, that is brilliant. And he done it again tonight when I was playing it as well. Like, this is stuff that I hadn't seen. You, you have you played this? James? No, I'm not. This is another one I need to download. Oh, you need to get on that because, like, I mean, I'm so happy to hear this because when we played it at Res, we thought this is fantastic. But I doubt it's got it's legs. Like, yeah, it's it's a really great it's, sixty it's, seconds. It's totally got legs. <laughs> but uh, but nine hours in and um, still enjoying it. And as I say, it still surprised me tonight. I was like, oh, this is amazing. And maybe it's because maybe some people listening and and whatnot may have like just seen streams of this and seen all the ideas, all those all the different themes and stuff it riffs on. But but I, I hadn't and. Um, and I'm, I've still got loads to go, but yeah, it's, even tonight I'm like, oh, that is that is amazing. Um, so yeah, absolutely loving the game. I'm still gonna I'm gonna basically keep going until I've until I've finished it or 100 percent it or whatever I have to yeah, do. I'm excited to play that. Definitely. Um, and uh, I played and finished Gears Five in the week as well. Oh man, what was it? What was how? What was your final thoughts? I thought it was excellent. I thought I it's, really need to yeah, go back to it. I thought it, it, it's it's definitely one of with, with one of the best games of the year for me. It was just it looks absolutely stunning. I was constantly like amazed of how good it looked constantly, and that's whether I was playing it on this monitor here, which is like because um, uh, up to fourteen forty p if you play on Xbox One X, or playing on the four K TV. It looks absolutely stunning. Um, I mean, there's so many parts. I'm like, this just looks unbelievable. You know. Um, yeah, so it looks amazing, sounds amazing. The the, the gunplay and gameplay is brilliant. Normally in these sorts of games, in fact any sort of game, after you're playing for a decent amount of time, when it gets to a stage, in particular I've mentioned this in the past, but mentioning playing the games like the Uncharted series, and you go, you're you playing the game, and you go to a new area, and you see loads of like crates stacked up, like waist height, you're like, okay. I know what's going to yeah, happen yeah. now. I have to get into cover. And but here I didn't have that fatigue at all. Like I, The gunplay was... Brilliant, yeah, it's so really, really fun combat game. for her. And actually, I didn't even use one of the key parts until about halfway through the game. So you have what? this, um, you have Jack, which is like that, uh, the sort of like flying robot thing with you. And he has loads of skills, or you you two have skills basically together, which you can collect in the, in the world and also upgrade and stuff. And those are things like a shield, or yeah. um, Jack can like collect other guns on the battlefield. And there's, lo- there's loads of other really awesome skills and stuff. But I really basically barely used him for the first until oh, like. Um, Matt, why didn't you see? I mean, I mean I, I've. I, I was talking about it like after the first time I played. I used him constantly. Yeah, I used him. I, used so him, I only really used him to pick up guns on the battlefield, but like not the oh, other man, stuff. I was using I him to like, like give me my shield and to, yeah. like flash enemies out of really cover and, and stuff. I basically had, like had, I had like sixty or seventy like, of those components saved up. I hadn't really wasn't really spending anyway. Um, I started using it and it is amazing. And like I, I was constantly changing that towards like this on this in the second half of the game. Depending on scenario, uh, you know, and I, I won't won't go into all the detail of all the different skills, but there's so much like I use this one at the beginning, and then I'll use like, electric shock to do this, and then I'll get a shield up. Um, so I was constantly juggling the skills that Jack has, um, and uh, and that, that was another really really welcome addition to the combat. But yeah, the the, the gunplay felt solid. There's some guns I didn't like, but by the end I had my favourites, and, um, and 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 yeah, and, yeah, yeah like the gunplay did not combat did not. 
um, get boring. It was always satisfying. And I think the key thing, like I said, is I wasn't like, oh, great, more combat. I was, I was loving it, and it was really, what really fun. What about the open world the stuff? Is it? Is, that's been the biggest. Well, the only real complaint I've seen about that is that the yeah, open world I, stuff's boring. I, I had no issues with it whatsoever. I think people calling it open world. I don't think it should be called open world. Really, I mean, it's open world in as much it's like it's not linear levels like you've dealt with in Gears, but it's basically like just. Um, a, a massive area to go to other levels, uh, other missions. There, it's like a, like a hub world. area. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's basically a giant hub area. Yeah, like there's nothing in the open world. It's just basically a massive area to travel. And like the skiff that you use, like this, uh, this basically like, the sailboat on, on on skis, which you can use to go over the various like, locations that you find yourself in. It's really, really fun to to drive or to no. sail. Or to, yeah, is is that? there combat? In this, in this area? No, no, it's nothing. I'm just so sorry. I mean, there's, there's nothing in the open area, but in the open area, you can basically, there are locations to go to, and that's where you have like, little um, side missions and combat within them. But you no, know, in the in the area itself, there's nothing. Um, that the, the, There's a location towards the end it, that kind of changes, but it's basically nothing. Essentially, it's a hub, it's a hub area to go from level to level. Because I obviously heard about this, the open world gears, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I'm people saying, well, it's quite, it's quite bare bones. Like, it's not open world. It's just a hub area. Um, but, but I really liked it. It was really fun to ride the skiff. Um, it was, it was just nice and satisfying to go from different areas. It's the, the, the open world in inverted commas maps are pretty small. So you can get from one end to the other really quickly. Um, it, I I really really intend in these games and other games to do all the side missions or to even really bother side missions unless they're unless they're really good. Um, but I found myself doing all of these because they were fun and they were short and they were that you know that I wasn't getting killed over and over. So and the bonus of doing these is that by the end you often get like a new skill or no you often get this. Um, I think it's basically the ultimate skill. So in the skill tree and all the skills you get with just Jack your robot, there are three things you can upgrade and you upgrade it by collecting these things called components in, in the game. Uh, but the fourth one you basically have to collect this ultimate and you do that by essentially finishing all the, uh, the side missions. But they were satisfying. They were often just going to an area, kill everyone, or defend a point. But they were fun, and they were short, and, and I was happy to do them. And yeah, I, I just think it's an excellent, excellent game. It's, I, I can't wait for the next Gears, and um, haven't said that in a long, long time. And I think I said in last week's pod, um, you know, this puts way more pressure on 343 for the next Halo game. And I was painless thinking, I, I actually don't know if, like, if they're... If, I don't know if the next Halo game is going to live up to this. And that is saying a lot because I've always loved Halo and Gears has been good. Um, I, I've loved playing Horde mode and stuff, but I've wouldn't ever class myself as a Gears fan. But, um, this you literally said Gears guy then, didn't you? I almost <laughs> said Gears guy, yeah. But, but, <laughs> but this game, it just it plays so solid. It looks amazing. It, like Great sound. Like The story. Oh my God, I actually cared about the characters in the story. Yeah, uh, yeah. Really I, I was already getting into the story. Yeah, and like, the, even at the end of like, stuff that I played. One, I think it is. It's like, even that cutscene is really cool. But yeah, the, the I mean, it's just like loads of, you know, it's a Gears game. People think they know what to expect, but the story is, yeah, really good. And um, it, it, yeah, I, I'm not going to say anything, but uh, the story was excellent. And I can't wait to talk to talk to you guys after once you finished it because wow. how, how far are you in Dave to it? Uh, I'm on act two yeah me too That's yeah so let's well. let's try co-op yeah we should do that actually yeah, yeah uh, 100% we yeah. should absolutely do that uh, I'm well up for co-op if they fix the server issues now then yeah um, yeah we'll be loving it no doubt but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the game probably also, took me actually I thought it took me um, a lot longer but there was an in-game clock and it took me apparently 12 hours it felt a bit longer than that but I wasn't complaining I was stuck on one boss for a long time because uh, 
there's one boss with like instant death and stuff but um but it's still still a great boss to fight against i was just bad at it um but yeah excellent excellent game and as, 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 as i just said like the Headless Halo games have to do an awful lot to nail all the bits of this game. I, I don't know. I, I, I think I think they're going to change things up. They're certainly going to put a lot more effort, and I don't know. I, 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 I can see Halo being just as good. I really, I, I really can. hope so. I mean, if it is, that would be amazing. But this nails everything basically. Um, and if the next Halo is up to this standard, then amazing. I mean, I've, like I said, I've always loved Halo. Never really been into Gears. But this is just, I thought it's excellent, excellent, excellent. I absolutely recommend it if you've got an Xbox or it's on PC, right? I think as well. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Definitely aren't there games of the, one of the games of the year for me. I, I surprised myself how much I how much I loved it. All right, we'll smash that then, James, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, boy. Uh, uh, apart from that, I'm playing Sekiro, but it's mostly what the golf and gears and now. How, and all how did it go last night? Um, I struggled for for, fuck, for ages, but I killed the mini boss. It wasn't even a proper boss. It was just, well, it's just a mini boss. Um, but I, I did some like Makiri counters and that was satisfying and I'm going to do some practicing in the week uh, it was a lot better this week than it was the previous week because I watched like, a couple of like Vati Vigia videos and changed the control slightly to make sense a little bit more um, I'll get there and uh, I know it's an excellent game I just right now I'm still like in Bloodborne and I guess a bit Dark Souls mode and this is obviously very different I can't just be jumping around and so on and so forth it's, it's a very different game about stealth and about you know keeping on your enemy to to, to, to get him get him killed so uh, I'm going to obviously keep going uh, and I'm excited to sort of learn the intricacies of the game because it feels very very different to, to the other FromSoft games I've played uh, but yeah that, that's it I'm mostly playing, playing Apple Arcade I'm surprised myself now I'm still playing every, every single day um, and, uh, and with new why, games why does that surprise Arcade. yourself? Because, because you know when this got announced and we talked about it a few weeks ago I'm like well I'm not going to be playing a mobile it's just not, not a thing I do anymore but yeah yeah there's, they nailed it though, haven't they? Like in terms of there being so much content on there that's really worth playing, and that that's the difference between this and what it looks like. I mean, I don't want to talk about Stadia again, but it's like, I've heard, well, <laughs> it's, but no, but it is the fact that they've got like a compelling lineup of stuff here that's like new stuff as well that makes you want to definitely want to try it. Yeah, definitely. Cool. I mean, because they could say, "Hey, you know all those games you've already played? Now you can play them on Apple TV and iPad and phone." And yeah. I was like, well. Okay, we've spoken about Apple Arcade enough. Yeah, no, yes, that's good. But but the real thing is, yeah, the real thing. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, but the real thing isn't the service, which which works. And as James mentioned, it's the fact there is like unique, exclusive, good games that are just decent fun. So yeah, okay. Um, yeah. So uh, very quickly, I went back to Shenmue Two last night. I'm starting to get into it again. Uh, when you progress through that game, it's so much better than when you get stuck and it's like, oh, you got to earn all this money to progress. Yeah, it's just... so I got into it last night. Apparently, everyone in the chat was saying I was very, very near the end. So, um, oh really? See, I had a look. Yeah, like and one I don't or two streams. As in, oh, but, but there's I, everyone's going from memory, so I'm hearing all different things. There's not that much left to do in Kowloon, apparently, and the final area is not that long at all. So, well, yeah, it's not very, very long, but it's still, it's not like 15 minutes or whatever. You know, no, it's... but how many hours do you reckon I've got left to play? 19? Uh, probably, I know, I'd say probably about an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah. pretty near the end, isn't it? Considering yeah, how so. many hours I've already put into it. Yeah. Um, but I will get that game finished before Shenmue 3 comes out. Very how exciting. many hours have you put into it? Does it have a counter, a clock? No, but you can count up my streams, can't you? 
Um, I guess, yeah. So what I bet you it's want? a lot. I bet it's more than what I put into Shenmue 1. Yeah, well, definitely, yeah. It's, it's Even though I hit a massive game-breaking bug in Shenmue 1 for about four streams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet, yeah, I've put more time into Shenmue 2. Um, I've also been playing Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I'm now, looking forward to hearing about this. Yes. I <laughs> haven't spent a ridiculous amount of time on it. Mm-hmm. I'm still very early on. Um, what a strange, strange game that is. I, I mean... Okay, so basically, it feels. I mean, it feels incredibly like uh, the division. Like it really does. But I prefer the shooting in this. Like the shooting in this feels way better than it does in the division. And I, I think the scenery and stuff that all that looks better as well. So um, it just feels nicer to play than the division. But it gets some. It gets a lot of weird stuff. Firstly, what is Ghost Recon anymore? I mean, I know Wildlands change things a lot, but do you remember Ghost Recon used to be a war simulator? Yeah, yeah. Advanced you know, Warfighter. It was, it was very... No, even before then, it, it went... Advanced Warfighter was way more arcadey than, you know, Island Thunder. The initial Ghost Recon games were deadly serious. They, you know, they they were... Um, like that, those armor games were, okay, armor was a lot more um, serious than Ghost Recon, Same, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you remember those first Ghost Recon games, James, where it yeah, was yeah, like absolutely. it yeah. was well, like straightforward. Now these days, it's it's sort of losing its unique identity. Well, it's yeah, lost you its know unique why, identity because they didn't sell. No, it's because I mean, the problem now I feel with Ubisoft stuff is that they're all basically the same game, just reskinned, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, this is very similar to The Division. Like, you do a story mission, and then you end up in a hub world, and it feels very much loot-based, and that loot system seems like a more simplified version of what they have in The Division, which is not a bad thing, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, the Division, uh, I don't know how far you got into it, but there was a lot of, like, okay, so that stat is higher, but that stat's lower. So overall, what's better to use? You, you're sort of doing the math to work out what the better item is. It was awful. Uh, that here, was. it's just like, mm. this is seven, this is 12, this one's better. Like, mm. And you just select that. Um, the, the writing is some of the weirdest I think I've ever seen in a game. Like Initially, I was thinking, this is quite a good story, I think. So the idea, the setup is... There's a tech company has moved its business out to this island and they're building tech stuff. Like they're they're primarily looking into drones. And when I say drones, I mean like Amazon drones rather than war drones or whatever. Um, and then you get a report that a US submarine, I think it was, was um, sailing near. Is it sailing? It's not sailing, is it? it was What do submarines do? Uh, subbing. No, that's what Let's we want people to do to this podcast, fine. Matt. Official TV what? slash computer game show. Um. <laughs> okay, was moving along underwater, Ooh, okay. submerging. What is that? Cruising. Cruising might work. That's something completely cruising. different, James. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> so the submarine was cruising. It probably wasn't even a submarine. Cruising near the, the end of submarine. Near the island, and it got blown up. And so you're part of this special operation to go to that island and find out what happened. Um, and while you're over there on your helicopter, so a load of drones fly up and smash through your helicopter and crash it. And everyone dies. You're one of the lone survivors. Um, and I'm thinking, this is quite interesting. I want to see how this 
tech corporations suddenly got involved in um, in all this sort of stuff. And then you sort of end up in this cave and there's all these people there and they're trying to fight off this tech company. Um, in a cave? It is a bit... No, they're like hiding in the cave, but they pop out every now and then to have a fight. I mean, that's how it works. <laughs> that sounds great. Um, but but this is what this this is the bit that really made me laugh, right? So the leader of this people in the cave, right, was like, "Listen, we're evacuating people. We've got some boats that haven't detected them. We've got some boats, and we're evacuating people. But you know, there's a long waiting list to get off this island, type thing. And you turn around and say, "Look, I know where the U.S. Navy is." Let me on the boat. I'll take them there. They'll look after the civilians, and then we can come back with military support. I, I just need to go and contact them, right? So the guy goes, "Okay, I'll tell you where the boats are. You do that, and then we're all good." So you walk out, and you get over there. You get to where you've been told, and there's like a father and a daughter, who I assume is a father and a daughter, waiting to get on, waiting for the ship to come back because it is just left with a load of people waiting for the ship to get back so you can all board it and then go with them right but as it's floated away the drones turn up again and fly through the ship and blow it up right and you can hear all the screams from the people that are on it and like the dad turns around to you and goes (laughs) sort of like this means that no one can leave this island (laughs) (laughs) does it you could probably work that out without explicitly like spelling it out be like what a weird thing to say at that moment in time when loads of people are dead in front of you and see obviously it's that's a plot point that you wanted to get across but you did it with a sledgehammer like it was so weird um and there's loads of that stuff there's like um so you're on this huge island and the first place just outside so you make your way to that cave you walk out and there's just a helicopter there so what I like about the Far Cry games and what they do well is that initially you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere with, and you've got to like essentially walk places and then eventually you get into a car and you can drive places and that extends your sort of scope of it. It feels like a discovery of this island and eventually you build up to the fact, I mean, Far Cry 5 didn't do this that well, and um, but eventually you build up to flying and all of a sudden you're above the trees and it's like a big moment. In this, it's like straight away, you're like, oh, you got a helicopter, that's fine. And, and you know when you're, have you, you know when you fly a helicopter first for the first time in a game, first of all, you're like, I'll get used to the controls to see how realistic they're trying to make it. When this, you just fly straight up and you fly off. Like, it's not like in Battlefield where you really struggle with the controls and the the fucking helicopters all over the place. You're struggling to keep it straight and stuff. It's very arcadey. You get up and you fly somewhere. And then I'm thinking, but how arcadey is it? Like, so in GTA, you could essentially slam the down button and the fucking thing just slams into the ground and it's fine and you get out and you can carry on. Well, did you see my tweet in the week? Uh, no. Right, so I put a video clip out of me playing Ghost Recon and what happens, I got to the destination I was going to and I thought, okay, let's test it. Let's see how crazy this is. I slammed down and the helicopter instantly exploded. So oh, I, I did see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, I, I thought, I thought, okay, all right, so I can't do that. Fine. Hold on, it hasn't told me I'm dead yet. What happens if I press X? Oh, I just get out completely unharmed. Like, I still had full health. <laughs> and it, and then I walked a couple of steps away, and then it properly exploded. And I was just like, what is this? What is it? 
Now, don't get me wrong. As I've said at the start there, I I really am enjoying the gunplay and um, it feels very Far Cry. It feels very, you know, Metal Gear Solid, high, you know, highlight the people that are, that you're attacking and work out a way of picking them off one by one. That's the sort of um, gameplay loop there with the combat. I mean, occasionally you get moments where they all turn up and they're trying to kill you and stuff and you've got to deal with that, but, you know, very, very Far Cry. Um, and the gunplay feels way better than it, it does in The Division, in my opinion, right? Um, but you do kind of think, like, this. these games have been done a million times before and I can't see... What makes this any different to any of the others? Mm-hmm. The only thing that I can assume is that obviously Ghost Recon's a successful game, right? Wildlands was way worse than this, and it did pretty well, right? Well, Wildlands was all right, Dave. Like after they patched it, a bunch, fine, it was, fine, fine, fine. But it, I guarantee it was way worse than this because the know. game that I played was was okay. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, when it first came out, but ultimately it felt like a really hollow experience. And they might have added to that, which I don't doubt that they did. What I doubt is that it didn't look anywhere near as good as this, and the gunplay, they didn't change drastically, did they? Can I ask, though, is it... I mean, how is this technically, though? Because all the videos I've seen is that this is a bit of a mess, like as in... I've not seen any bugs. Really? And now, don't get me wrong, I've only played this for a few hours, so it's not like I've been playing intensely throughout the week, but... I've not had any bugs. It's been totally fine. But then you should probably be wary of the fact that I am playing this on my own. So maybe when you're playing in co-op, uh, bugs are more likely to appear. That wouldn't surprise me. Because um, it, it's definitely like when I'm in the hub area, I'm surrounded by other people. The moment I live leave that area, it's not like people are flying around their environment. So it probably cuts off at that point. And if you're with someone, then they're in that game with you. Um, but if not, then you're just flying around on your own. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's that. But yeah, it's like well, it's one of those. It's if you liked Wildlands, then I think you'll really enjoy this. If you've got a group of people that will play this regularly, then I think you'll really get a lot out of it. But for me, at the moment, I'm playing this game on my own, thinking, what is it? Like, what's the hook here? But- and I suppose for a lot of people, the hook is that it's a Ghost Recon game. But none none of the Ghost Recon games were really that great in single player anyway, were they? They've always been no, about really. getting together as a group and playing. That's yeah. always been the fun. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, but I it would is... like to play it with friends, but trying to find five yeah. of my friends or three of my friends or two of my friends or a mate to buy this game is going to be impossible. So I doubt I'll ever get to see it in its full glory. But um, It is a shame, though, don't you think, though, that this is like, that all of these, like the, the Ubisoft games, are like all following like exactly the same kind of template and everything. Um, if There's they were, not- if they were different, yeah, no, if they were different enough within that template, I think they'd be okay. But I, I, um, I mean, it's hard for me to say because I really didn't get on with the Division Two. I found it so dull, and mm-hmm. I find this way more fun to play. Yeah. Um, it's just obviously the writing's way worse than it is in Division, and it wasn't great in the Division, to be fair. No, the, but you um, see, we we were playing. I mean, so I was playing the Division Two with like people like for a couple of weeks, and we bounced off it now because it's just it's not a good game. It's not it's a very just, interesting it's game. Just, it it's sends me to sleep. Yeah, the, the, yeah, it's boring. The the uh, I mean, the funniest thing about the Division Two is the the, the cliche uh, voice memos that you pick up. Like literally, it's you know, there's moments where he goes. Hey, have you heard that there's a big virus going around? <clears throat> no, I've not heard that. <laughs> hmm, that's a strange cough. Yeah. Yes, this virus makes people attack people. 
<clears throat> oh, yeah, no, that sounds awful. Are you sure, Sharon? Sharon, why you look at me like that? Ah! And then it cuts off and you're just like, fucking hell, are they really doing that? Like, also, that? do you remember when we played it? Was it at Res we played Sharon? it? I don't remember. When we, when we played it at Res or EGX, I can't remember. Yeah, EGX. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I have had no, no experiences that have been similar to that, like actually when I was playing the, the main game. There was nothing no, that happened that was like that. There was that. nothing that wide, no. like, that open. Um, it was. It's all just... Again, the same as the division where it was like corridor, 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 open hallway, like open hall. Yeah. And corridor, also, corridor, corridor. It's like, what, what's going on here? Oh, bit where your abilities don't work. It and was also, just like, right ridiculous, like, bullet sponge enemies as well. Like, yeah, that, God, that, that was, was still yeah, going on. Horrific. And, like, the fact that the, the most lethal people in it were the people with batons that, like, just come and start... <laughs> yeah, you know, just come up and then start battering you. You yeah, can yeah, open, yeah. like, several clips into them and they don't die. And Did you complete just... it? Did you complete the main story? No, we never even got that far. It's I just, just felt sh- fell short of it. Yeah. Um, because I got to the point where I just couldn't play anymore because every time I booted it up, within 10 minutes, I was falling asleep. And to be fair, it was when Charlie was born, so I, I was tired anyway, but my word. Um... Yeah, so Ghost Recon, I will try and play it with friends to give a better opinion of it. This certainly isn't a full review. I'm nowhere near having a proper opinion on it. But, um, uh, I mean, I didn't hate it when I was playing it. I just don't feel that I'm going to go back to it on my own, uh, at least. Mm-hmm. But if I find someone that wants to play it, then we'll play it. But um, the other game that I've been playing, because there's been uh, quite a substantial update to it, is I know I've mentioned it a lot on... Um, bonus shows and on uh, on Twitter and stuff, but uh, PokerStars VR on the Quest, I haven't really mentioned on uh, here. And people will be rolling their eyes because it's one of those things that you're either into poker or you're not. And if you're not, it's like, who cares? Um, but I am. Um, and they've just added uh, what they're calling spin-and-go tournaments. So if I forget poker for a minute, Right, because if, as I say, if you're not into it, you're not into it, I, and I'm not going to try and convince you otherwise. Um, but there are two types of playing poker. Really, there's um, money tables where you just sit down, you keep buying in, you keep buying in, and and betting, and you could end up like with a ridiculous amount of debt on your in your life. Um, and then there's tournament play where you get a set amount of chips, and that's it. And if you're out of chips, you're out of the game, and that's how it works. Um, so. The Quest version of PokerStars VR has only ever had um, the money tables. So you essentially could play forever um, or, you know, and you can earn a ridiculous amount of money. Um, But there's no, you know, the amount of times people just come in and chuck all their chips in the middle, no matter what, it just ruins the game a little bit. With tournament, there's no point in doing that because if you do that, you're out of the game and that's it. There's no, no... um, Yeah, there's no real risk there. What's amazing is that clearly the Quest struggles to do tournament play. They've taken a a lot of time to get this into uh, PokerStars VR. So they've added this sort of like mini version of it. So instead of six players or eight players, there's just three players um, and you get a very small amount of chips. So it's games can be over in like tournaments usually take two to three hours, right? Uh, certainly when we play in real life. But um, in this version, it's like 10 to 15 minute tournaments. And once you're like, it, once you're out, you're out. Um, and it's just flawless. 
Like, everything that game does is flawless. And we were getting frustrated with the lack of tournament play in it. So we were saying, well, there's this new poker game coming out in VR. How hard can it be to be a, uh, to create a poker game? I can't remember what it was called, this other one, VR poker or something. And its big push was, hey, we've created it just for quests, so it's not all going to be buggy and shit. And we were like, oh, brilliant. Okay, let's download this. Five minutes into it, we were like, yeah, let's just go back to PokerStars because it's so well done by um, Poker, the company PokerStars that... that this really highlighted how good PokerStars VR is. Like this other shitty game, really highlighted how how they've how much they've nailed this. But what I'm getting to is that when you play in this tournament stuff, I have never felt so much tension, like in VR or in in most games that I play. Like my heart's racing while I'm playing this, and I've had five. I've entered five tournaments now. I've won three of them. I come second in one and I, I finished last in the other one. And after I finished playing, my heart's still pounding for about half half uh, half an hour afterwards. So wow. if you're anywhere near a, a fucking a VR headset, um, and unfortunately it's not out on PS4, but I'm sure they'll do it at some point. They've got to, right? I mean, it just makes so much sense. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. surprised that, that nothing's been announced for that yet. Because, yeah, it was EGX last year if we played this on Rift's you would have thought they would have said something up to now, but um, yeah, we- I think that well, it's technically still in beta on Rift and Val- uh, and and Oculus. You know, oh, right? Okay, right. Well, maybe when they get closer to 1.0, that's when they'll release console versions. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm hoping that they announce it at some point. But if you've even got a slight interest in poker, just watch a couple of starter videos on YouTube and download this game because. Poker aside, it's just really funny anyway. The stuff that you can do in that game is hilarious. And the, the people that you meet that are playing it, nine times out of ten, are fucking hilarious throughout. You know, there's some really funny stuff happening around the tables. But but once you start getting into the game of poker, it's like it's a really, really good way of playing poker. Um I'm you know, I'm passing on the headset soon to James and I'm gonna be absolutely gutted. I'll be waiting countdown the days I get it back because I'm just obsessed with it. It's just so much fun. And most nights, me and a few mates are around a table just mucking around playing poker with randoms. It's uh, if if this goes into um, a full release mode by the end of the year, I don't know how I can't nominate it for game of the year. And I know it's getting nowhere in that. But for me, it's just been the most fun game to play this year. It's just been. Uh, an incredible experience. So if you, yeah, I mean, if you've even got a slight inkling, poker's not a hard game to learn. It seems really hard. It's not. Go onto YouTube, watch a couple of videos, and then just play around in this game. You'll get it. You'll pick it up. It's easy. I can't wait to teach you how to play, James, because you'll fucking love it, mate. It's well good. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. That's it. Should we get to emails? I've got one. You can join other mates go on. on the same table, or do you have to have... Um... Yeah, totally. Okay, but, but can I can have it so it's just you and your mates on the table? Uh, yeah, you can set have private games. Okay, cool. we, we 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 tend not to do that because it's not as fun. It's more fun where you're socialising with strangers for the first time. I mean, we don't do that in long, online games at all, but we exclusively do it on this game because you know you you're just chatting and mucking about with them and laughing and chatting about the the game that you're playing and questioning each other and winding each other up and uh, yeah, it's just really funny. There's there's a button in it that. If in certain situations there's a button that you could press and it flips your cards over and it shows your cards 
to the table. So, like, if you wanted to show a bluff or whatever, you can do that and all this. There was this one guy that did it by accident, and um, I was sitting next to him, so I saw what cards he had, and he was heads up with um, Chet. And uh, he did it and then flipped them back, and I went, Chet, just fold, he's got two pair, ace, ace high. And he went, oh, was he? I said, yeah, he just showed his cards. And the guy just went ballistic at me. You should fucking do that, man. But what's amazing to it, what amazing about it, because he's going ballistic at me, his character is actually standing up and in my face and pointing at me and stuff, which just makes it hilarious. It's so funny that you know that in real life yeah. he's standing up shouting at me in his lounge, like, yeah. in a different country. <laughs> and so I just started going, I said, don't show your cards then, you fucking idiot. You, you didn't need to tell him. I said, he's my boy. I'm gonna, if I see him, I'm going to tell him. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it was all just kicking off around this table it was hilarious and at one point i sort of like after after a little while things had calmed down and um and now i cracked open a beer you can buy beers in that i cracked open a bottle of beer drank it and he started in with me again so i smashed it over his head and it's just like and you're looking around and people just pissing themselves around the table you even know that the people that are on mute are laughing because you can see they're like <laughs> their, their um, avatars like shaking <laughs> they're laughing with his headset on it's just honestly what a great experience socially and in terms of playing the game of poker yeah, you can't that, beat really. it Matt, will you join us one night? We run it all the time. Yeah, I was just thinking about the logistics. We'll, uh, but yeah. I, we'll work it out. We can yeah. definitely work it I, out. I, I'm and really excited for say, episode two of Invader Immortals well, which I've, they've shown off stuff, so it can't be far away until that comes out well, as well. When you get when you get your um, at your Stadia, uh, you'll get a Chromecast <laughs> with it, right? Uh, you do, yeah. <laughs> We're absolutely doing a... We do a poker night. Stream that. Because that's yeah. all you need, isn't it? A Chromecast? Uh, I haven't looked into it since it came out, but probably. It might be easier these days, who knows? we got to do it. we got to do it. It'd just be so much fun. It'd, it'd be so much fun. Let's do it. Right. Okay. Emails. Let's go. Okay. Sean's not here, so I'll, I'll do the emails. If you want to email us, it's podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. We'll start with Brett Shipley. Hey, lads. I'm listening for a long time now and never wrote in. But having just recently finished God of War, I can't believe how absolutely incredible that game was. It's only taken me almost a year. I just had to ask if any of you have played it and what did you think? I mean, I think we've all played it, haven't we, apart from Sean? Yeah, I mean, if you've been listening to us for a long time, <laughs> we nominated it last year, didn't we, for Game of the Year? We did, it's, yeah. a, it's, yeah. a, it's an absolute, it's a stunning game. I mean, like, it's still criminal Sean hasn't played it, but... Uh, Has he really not played it? Well, no, he, mm-hmm. his brother lent it to him. Um, and he just didn't 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 start it. Didn't. That is madness. No, it is an excellent game. I had some issues with, like, I loved the game. I didn't get into the end game. I wanted to get into the end game stuff, but didn't get into it because I wasn't a massive fan of getting about in that game. When you say end game, do you mean like clearing up like all like, the Valkyries and stuff? Yeah, like- clearing up all the all the stuff and. There was yeah. loads of end game stuff. There was yeah, like there really was. hard enemies hidden away and stuff. I so, just, uh, um, I just did the main storyline and and that was it. Really. Same here. Yeah. Same here because I just getting from place to place in that game was just a real pain in yeah, the ass. Yeah, it was. I didn't like it. If there was a better way of doing that, I may have like progressed because the combat was still awesome. Like for, for chucking the axe and oh, stuff. It was God, still, yeah. And I, I've yeah, never played a God of War game before that. Um, and I always saw them before. They just looked stupid. And there was a combat, but yeah, it was excellent. Really, really satisfying. And anyway, Brett continues. Um, the ending got me all amped up, and now have a million questions. And also, after seeing the secret ending, this has made uh, the sequel to this game perhaps my most anticipated game of all time. 
Uh, you guys both obviously saw that as well, right? No, what was it? You, you, you uh, went back to like the hut after you finished the game. Right, uh, yes. Yeah. I think I did do that. I'm pretty sure I did do yeah, that. You I see can't a really remember cool what happened. Scene. And uh, yeah, it, James, did you I, see I, Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I did that. I think I did that, uh, but yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, continues also after a bit after a bit so also being a dad with two kids, six and uh, two and six months. My God, um, how do you ever find the time to play anything? Uh, I know you've touched this before, but I need more time to play. Basically, uh, but you need to lose sleep. That's the only way. That's the way Although to do it. Although when you get older, mm. it is easier, obviously. So, I mean, two and six months, you are in the thick of it right now. Yeah, um, I didn't do much gaming. You know how we always talk about that, the early stages where you play a game and stuff like that? I didn't really do much at this time. I just watched the entire two series of Big Mouth on Netflix. That's that's <laughs> that's what I did when I was sitting up with a baby every night. But when um, you've got like another kid as well at the same time, it's worse, isn't it? Because you can't... Yeah, I've got you. Because you're dealing with... Yeah, when one of them isn't tired, the other one is or whatever. It's annoying. Yeah, and then you've also got you've also got the fact that um, you're way more tired than you were last time because you yeah. spent all day dealing with two kids rather than one. Mm-hmm. And then you... Like even turning on a game seems like too much effort. Yeah. So yeah, Netflix was uh, my savior during those months. But um, yeah, no, you've just got to lose sleep, just not sleep. Yeah, that's the only way. That is the only way. Um, we'll carry on. Then. Sure. This gets a bit heavy, but I'm, 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 I'm going to get it read. Uh, sorry, no, this is a long one, and hopefully it doesn't get deleted. Uh, you're in luck, Brett. Uh, thank you for making my time at work 100% more, I say 1,000% more enjoyable, and the streams to catch up on when I'm at home and I don't get a TV remote, uh, EastEnders, etc. But most of all, thank you for the podcast in general for keeping me grounded after some rough points in life. Uh, first order being free mops premature, miscarriage, etc. I don't think it's mentioned enough the feeling of involvement and inclusion and intimate feeling of having something to look uh, something to enjoy and being able to relate to especially people with similar interests such as yourselves thank you for being a friendship group i do and don't have i don't know how to express this feeling but thank you all truly well thank you for listening brett i think is is is, is our yeah. response yeah no that's that's incredible and and we can't say this enough we've said it before we'll say it again we've all gone through some uh rough stuff recently and um well you know throughout doing the podcast and and we also use it as a crutch and you know mm. i'm with you i've spoken about it i've been open about it on uh on twitter now but we we sit we suffered as you know a similar situation where um yep we you know we had trouble with pregnancy in the part there's no nice way of saying it it's a horrible word and you know but we we went through that stuff and it was it was the show that sort of helped me take my mind off it a little bit um and it helps me deal with some heavy subjects you know i mean and i've been on the other side of it this year um i've had some really stuff really horrible stuff go on um with my family and i wasn't on the show at the time but knowing that i had that show as something to look forward to every week like listening to you three um You're welcome. Show every week was no it's true though i mean i could turn it into a joke but it was true it's like it's really funny how I slipped into that phase of Wednesday morning on the bus, on the way to work, worrying about life, worrying about other people in my life and what they're going through and just hitting refresh on the podcast app, waiting for it to like, show up and stuff. Um, just so, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, saw, like you went from like host to listener back to host. To proper, li- proper listener. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, and it, the only thing, like I knew that I couldn't, join in with the feedback but the amount of times i wanted to tweet in and stuff would have been you know i, I wanted to do that but i just didn't think it was 
it would be the right thing to do. You never did it once. Um, so I thought we were going to get some like tweets or, and I'm, I'm no, not really I wanted to not do that. It, yeah, it's just uh, that's a bit cringe. Oh, we got a tweet from David Turner. I, I just thought, nah, nah. I mean, I, I, I genuinely thought this is what my, I don't think I said this to James, but I thought what you're gonna do is you're gonna like start emailing under like a pseudonym, or, like a fake email address. <laughs> I considered doing name. that. Yeah. And I then, absolutely like, oh, considered so doing got, that. We've got, we got Tim, See, uh, Tim Simon I'm, here. I'm disappointed you didn't because I was hoping we were going to be like a situation where you'd be like, David's written in again, like that, and then, we could, and then like, deal with it. It would have been good. Anyway. Yeah. But but the um, the reason why I'm bringing that up and, you know, I, I just that I think um, we're with you. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you're not on your own when you're going through horrible stuff. And the fact that this show is... You know, we, we can relate to it because the show helps us as well as it does any listener out there that's going through a rough patch. Um, but more importantly, you know, it's incredibly nice, incredibly nice to hear that people are getting stuff out of it that's helping helping with um, tough times, you know. Mm. It's it's really nice to hear. So uh, I hope things work out for you. I hope things pick up and, um, uh, and life gets shit sometimes, man. So it's good to have... You know, it's good to have a common touchstone to, to, yeah. to but, help but, you just it, like, you know? like radio, you know, a lot of people would say, you know, radio was like company for them and, and so on. But, you know, like podcasts are absolutely that and, and more because I think arguably yeah, for sure. podcasts, you know, you, you get much closer to like, the, you know, the people presenting. Well, it's way more and, personal. Yeah, you, you, way you more get in contact much, much better than like standard radio. But, yeah, we've all, we've all used it for that and uh, I'm, I'm glad we can help in any way, any, any small way, really. Let's get cool. on to the next one. Lee Hennigan in New Zealand. I've listened to the show since Dave guested on Kane and Mix's title for episode in 2016. Uh, one of the things that kept me coming back every week is getting stuck into a new release and then tuning in to see what you lot think about it. I honestly can't remember a AAA game coming out that doesn't at least get a brief uh, bit of coverage on the show. But here we are, three weeks after the release of Borderlands 3 apparently the fastest selling 2K game of all time, and not the slightest sniff of a mention. I've piled about 50 hours into it already, and although it's pretty much more of the same, it's definitely one of the most engaging games I've played this year. The gunplay is amazing, and the constant hunt for that elusive, overpowered weapon never gets old. I know you're all busy, and you can't play every game that comes out, but come on, it's a bloody looter shooter. <laughs> Considering well, exactly. that's how many hours... What's that, sorry? I said that's why I haven't played it, because it's another yeah. looter shooter. Okay, well, wait, he touched on this. Considering how many hours you've spent discussing the two-year-old Destiny 2 and the weekly updates on Anthem, which none of you are even playing, that's not true, because James was playing Anthem this week, but he failed to mention that, didn't you, James, in your... I did, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been playing Anthem, it's true. He's been playing, okay. Uh, it's a bit weird that this game uh, is getting zero airtime. The only plausible explanation is that you're so disgusted with Randy Pitchford leaving a USB stick of, uh, as he says, barely legal porn in a medieval themed restaurant that you've decided on a complete TCGS boycott of the game you owe <laughs> no. us an explanation um, uh, should, I, should I just be completely open and honest about this yeah, we, well, yeah go on then. Yeah. okay so um, none of us were really into Borderlands I think Sean played yeah yeah I think he was into it a bit he played yeah, the previous so, ones anyway um, so uh, none of us were really prepared to uh, like buy the game because none of us are interested in it. And we, we do have, we've freely admitted in the past that we've got blind spots um, with uh, certain games, you know, Assassin's Creed, 
we don't really talk about that one that series that much um and there are a bunch of other games that that, that sort of slip through our net i think we do cover a wide amount of games between the four of us but you know some some just miss the mark um but we were we you know we thought we, we would cover it but uh they rejected us for code which is fine don't get me wrong that happens all the time it's not a problem it just means that none of us were really prepared to spend our own money on on uh playing that game because none of us are real big fans and i always say that as well is like if you're a fan of the series and we don't talk about it do you really want us to i don't know it, it's kind of like well, maybe you do maybe you want to get our take on it but i don't know yeah, we never we never had the the means to cover it really. Yeah, that's like, the, the coverage is online. You know, I, I um I mentioned I listened to kind of funny stuff and like they were wanking about this game for fucking months. Yeah, you listen to kind of funny. Actually, the funny thing is I I it's probably maybe it's subconscious, but I've basically barely listened to it in the last few months. I think you guys have basically killed my love for it. But um, <laughs> but at the time that they were wanking on about this game, and uh, yeah, it's got all the the ingredients of a game I should love, but. Yeah, I just it didn't it didn't do enough for me to actually want to pick it up. Um, it is just but, the finite amount of time and money in it to be able to do this. And I mean, I always have priorities of what I want to play, and that just wasn't on the list really. Because yeah, I know this is really really bad, but like if if this came out and it was like tens, then I'll be like, okay, I will just get it because clearly it's like a stunning game, and even if I have no interest. It's a stunning game, so I, I will give it its time. But when I see games like this, I'm like, and I'm not mega interested, and I see a review, and it's like a seven or an eight. I'm like, okay, well then I I don't have to bother, even though I have enjoyed and played lots of amazing uh, sevens and eights this year. Um, I think if it's a game I'm not interested, I'm like, okay, well I don't have to. Whereas if it was like a okay, it's a stunner, you have to play this, and I will push through and and, and get it. But it wasn't that for me, and I just didn't really have much interest. And I know we offer the best coverage for video games undoubtedly in the world right the problem is we have to keep reminding people that you know we're a fanzine so you know i know we seem really professional (laughs) um and you know edge are like oh why can't we buy you and we're like we're not for sale (laughs) we're bigger than you edge um you know it's we are just Four blokes with full-time jobs trying to put this together in an evening. So, <laughs> but, but what I will say is, um, if anyone from Edge is listening, we are open to offers. I mean, that's I will say that. I mean, Edge couldn't afford us. No, but maybe. Um, kind, I mean, kind I, of I I Microsoft probably could. You know, it's. Could you imagine that Phil Spencer comes out at E three next year? We've made some more purchases, guys. Crowd goes wild. Purchases. Purchase the computer <laughs> game <laughs> show. <laughs> We've purchased the computer game show. We, we kept the receipts. <laughs> We got yeah, just in case we have to return it. Yeah, right. Thirty okay. days and that. Do you reckon there must be a receipt of sorts for like the studios they bought? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. got to be like. Do you reckon it's like one of those printed out ones? Definitely. Yeah, no, it's, it's really not. Long, is it? It's got like all like that, that was such a shit thing to say. Sorry. Do you think it's one of those printed out ones that you get from the cart? <laughs> What's the deal off, with <laughs> studios getting yeah. acquired? <laughs> What's your deal with it? Yeah, go on. Hey, so like, you know, you go in, uh, like you're in a shop and you... I don't know what else an impression of. Eh, okay, uh, Graham Allen. Eh, you know when you go into a shop. What? Whoa, <laughs> you can't... We can't do that. What? Can you do accents what? anymore? No, it's just, just, you just did an on. accent. Go on, go on with it, you just did an accent. Yes. Oh, I see. I'm doing it so often I just don't even realise anymore. <laughs> 
But we go for it worse. It's a shame because I have bloody love an axe. Oh, okay, there's no against this. Get, we'll get on with it. Get on with we'll it. We'll save us. Oh, it's 10 to 11. I, I do apologise, James. Okay. Um, Ma- uh, Maria um, Mendieta, dear TCGS socialites, con- congratulations on your consistently entertaining output. I just wanted to mention last week's game list of games was impressive. It got me thinking about the breadth of genres your show covers and how its democratic approach to seem to somewhat contradict Dr. Farley's signature aversion to deck building games. I'll carry on. Dr. Farley, having championed the overlooked Wii U classic Paper Mario Color Splash as a 2016 GOTY candidate, would you go into card games if it had a similar level of charisma? Is that what's kept you away from the genre? Would something like SteamWorld Quest be something that interested you? Um, maybe. I mean, maybe. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, I, I really enjoy Color Splash, but that was kind of in spite of the card game stuff, not because of it. Which was the problem, but I don't know maybe, maybe. If so it, is it, if the car, it is it a car at car game mechanics that you just that you don't like? But yeah, I just don't, I just don't like it that much. But you know, maybe it's just because I played the wrong things, or just a you know, it's my bias against them has stopped me from trying it. But I don't know maybe I should. You bias never. I'm not biased. I'm never biased from anything. Oh, you're the most biased person in the world. Rubbish. You're certainly up there. You're in contention. But I, I uh, yeah, no, you're pretty bad with that stuff. Cool. Uh, Graham Allen, I really want to email in and apologise if anyone was offended by a remark about the podcast being a little bit vanilla a couple of weeks ago. I meant no malice. I love the podcast and actually been subscribed since episode 18, but never had the confidence to email in. Um, so when I heard the tweet I wrote over the podcast, I felt like a right dick. No, don't, don't worry, Graham. Uh, it, it's part of the show. Part of the also, show. Also, it was pretty vanilla without me. You were bang on. I don't know. I you mean, were bang on. Yeah, you, you weren't wrong. Um, but let's, let's move on. But a great show, though. I think we can all we can all, we can all agree. That. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, like yeah, we can all agree. I do have a question. I'm hoping you can help me with. My fiance has gone back home to Brazil for a week, so I have a pass to finally game solidly after a long while. I managed to get a couple of hours a week in normally. Um, have been working towards 100 percent completion of Red Dead Redemption 2, currently 95. percent I may start on the Borderlands while she's away, but my question is. When was the point in all your relationships when your partner was fine with you putting in a real session? I hear you talk about all the games you've completed, and I wish I was able to start and complete more. Anyway, respect you all. Quality content every week. And that's from Graham Allen. Um, uh, she's never been happy about it. Yeah, I mean, no, she's really happy if she goes away for the weekend. <laughs> well, that's about it. Yep, that's about it for me as well. But, you know, like, I understand, because, you know, like yeah, dad and husband and stuff, so, so you know, it's... Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, you don't want to sit and play video games all day, but yeah, no. Joe goes to bed early, so that's when I get my gaming done. So does Chen. She'll go she to bed at like half care. nine. She just go to bed. Mm, yep. I mean, yep, I, yep. I, I've been I've been up so late recently. It is stupid. Like, it, I mean, I, I I need to stop, but I just can't. But I've, I've I thought you were like, out of that. Huh? I thought you got away with that. Well. No, I thought you stopped doing that shit. Yeah, I know, but I've sort of got... I don't know. I guess I'm trying, trying to finish again. all his games. I was like up to like three o'clock in the morning. I, this is not a weekend, actually, but like... Three o'clock I still got to get up like, um, for like drum lessons uh, like, like uh, eight o'clock in the morning. I was like, what am I doing? I'm what? 36 years old. Like, why am I up to three in the morning? You're getting like, up at eight in the morning? I don't know. So we, we, had, we had to leave the house at eight o'clock in the morning. Um, so what time do you wake up, like, say, on a normal weekend? Uh, probably about... Half six between half six and seven, LED probably comes in that room, and then we go downstairs. I go so downstairs. You're, you're like on three hours sleep. Yes, it's stupid, and like I need fucking I, I need hell, to Matt. stop. Like on, on weekdays, I'm 
I'm getting better. You know, I'll say average weekday go to bedtime is well sleep go to bed. Yeah, is probably like between sleep go to bed. Yeah, get well, you know, you know what I mean. Um, I'll yeah, say I love be- between uh, twelve and half one. On a weekday, fucking! I know it's stupid. It's fucking stupid. And on weekends, yeah, me, 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 half twelve is the latest on a weekday. The mm. very latest on a weekday. And then you, st- I still um, feel horrible the next day if I do that. Yeah, no. Yeah. Usually it's twelve. Twelve o'clock is usually my bedtime, right? And then I'm usually waking up about half six, six o'clock maybe. No, it's more six o'clock than it is half six. Yeah, so we get about six, six hours sleep. Yeah, I mean, I- I'm lucky that Elodie is really, really good, and that she doesn't wake up particularly early. Um, but it's I, I'm it, I'm such a twat. I need to stop. But I recently I've been like with um, I've been up way too late. I mean like when I was trying to finish control a few weekends ago, I was up so I, <laughs> ten to four in the morning. I was like, what am I doing? Uh, what on, uh, not on a weekday? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I wouldn't do that's no. That's just like Friday night or Saturday night. So but you're then, literally going to bed for two hours. Oh, that's yeah. horrible. And I'm man. Just like. Yeah. I know, it's insane. I'm going to die early. I know that. It's just ridiculous. And like, we've covered this before, but the thing Jill and I argue about the most is about my lack of sleep. And I don't blame her. Yeah, actually, no shit. Sure. It's insane. Yeah, because I bet you're a fucking nightmare during the day. Just like, no, no, do you I'm, sleep on the, like, the sofa and shit? Uh, only if you've got like a film on. <laughs> but no, no, apart from that, I'm, I'm, I'm on, you know, because obviously I have a couple of coffees in the morning and then I'm just, no, I... I don't have the option of like sleeping you know, in the day unless we have. I've a got this on. vision, Matt, of you just saying, "I'm just going to go for a micro sleep," and then like sitting on a chair and just closing your eyes for like a minute or so, and saying, "That's enough," <laughs> and then just waking up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll set sleep. my alarm for twenty six seconds. Yeah, micro sleep, but no, uh, no, I don't. Um, although that that's definitely probably the episode title. Uh, anyway, let's get on to new things. Where were we? Oh yeah, real session. No, it doesn't happen anymore. But uh, if she goes away for it, if she goes away like on a night. So she like goes out for the night or away for the night, which is rare. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll can play from seven o'clock in the afternoon. In the evening, it's great. But yeah, uh, I, I I have moments like that where um, Joel say, uh, "Oh, I'm going out. Why don't you invite? Why don't you go around your mum and dad's? Or why don't you go? You know, take the kids around here or or invite someone over or whatever." And I'm like. Nah, I'll just put them in bed and then sit play video games. That's fine. I don't need a dinner, so that saves me forty five minutes of cooking and eating. And you don't uh, need a dinner. And I'll just get straight to the game. I haven't, I haven't been eating dinner a lot recently. <laughs> All right, that's, um, I, I was going to say that's bad, but like the way to do it is have a massive breakfast, small lunch, and then small oh, no, dinner. No, two but... slices of toast for breakfast. That's that's all I'm having. Uh, oh really? A sandwich for lunch. Yeah, and then no dinner. No, n- not not in situations like that. If I have like a pub lunch at work or whatever, I very rarely have a dinner because it's a pub lunch. That's like you know burger and chips and stuff. Yeah, I won't talk about this on the uh, on the Patreon show because it's boring for the real show. But I basically didn't eat a, I, for one week. I um uh, for four seven days. I basically did it where the only meal I had each day was dinner. I had no breakfast, no lunch for seven days. What? Yeah, I, we'll get into this another time. It's a Why weird would time. you do that? A weird time yeah. in my life because I, I wanted to see what can happen. And anyway, it's uh, what well, this is that that's just your stadia logic. Things are going to end badly for you, I can see it because you're just like, I just wanted to see what would happen. I, I just <laughs> there's so many bad things that could happen. I from don't that want to sentence. miss out on any experience, James. It means doing crazy shit, I'll do it, but no, basically, I, I watched a couple of videos on fasting and like the people on there, the, and the, but it's like apparently it's good to do it every now and then, um, to sort of clean your body out and stuff. But it, the people on those videos, so, are, so apparently, according to who, 
just some, on YouTube, Matt. Some people watch on YouTube and Instagram. <laughs> just <laughs> some bloke on YouTube. That's what you're putting and your Instagram. health into. Um, <laughs> yeah, so and, but basically on those, they were having all they were having was a water uh, for the whole week, and I, I was at least having like teas, coffees, and water, and then I was having dinner in the evenings. Okay. But they were having nothing for the entire week. Um, I think we should make it very clear that fasting is not healthy. So don't listen to Matt here. I'm just aware that people listen to this. Well, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I mean, right. I, I'm, I'm. We should probably read out some disclaimer. I mean. Just basically do your own research. Anyway, I've I've got lots more to say. But this is not the time. <laughs> just and just place. get just get on YouTube. Have a look and see what you can. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I've got some quality links. Just uh, just hit me up on Twitter. Um, okay, that's it for emails. Let's move on to you know uh, tweets and that. It's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Um, uh, Pytrick uh, P I I three one three on Twitter starts off. Can you explain what control is? To a 27-year-old colleague who only plays standard games like FIFA and COD, I couldn't find the right description without wanting to reference other games. It's an average shooter. There you go. Ooh. Well, yeah, but, but, but that doesn't describe it, James. It's, it's an average third-person shooter with a reasonable story. There you go. I think that's harsh. Um, but I also wouldn't uh, compare it to COD. Or FIFA, um, mm. yeah. I mean, like, but if you play, if you talk to somebody who doesn't play games, like third-person shooter, it, that's not going to help them either, is it? Is it? I, don't, I wouldn't say. Do you need to tell them the perspective? No, probably not. Just say it's like a it's a game where you shoot loads of things and it's got a really interesting story and you try and unravel the mystery. Try and unravel a mystery. Did you unravel the mystery, James? I did. Yeah, wasn't. You didn't it. care. You didn't care for the story, <laughs> but I think. <laughs> Alright, Athena right. Allen, listen, why have none of you Scallywags played Apex again, the second best game of the year? Ah, oh, because I haven't got my mates don't play it. And I, I you know, we got a bit tired of the old um Battle Royale thing. We really enjoyed the um blackout on COD and really so if we're gonna be playing a Battle Royale game it'll be that. Um Yeah, well we didn't we mention it. We tried to get our mates into it, but it was only really me and John that wanted to play it. Yeah, like I saw the trailer for season three, I think it is, of Apex, and I don't play Apex, but that trailer was, it looked awesome, uh, but I, just, I just don't really play the game. But um, we didn't on, even mention about the, um, the Call of Duty mobile game coming out, and that's had like 30 plus million downloads, it's gone crazy, isn't it? Which is less than people have downloaded with Mario Kart, right? And Wasn't that like 90 million? No, it was um, that was twenty million. I think after a couple no, of right. yeah, it's, it's gone, that, it's gone up Fair way enough. since then, Matt. It's okay, America. Right. Well, yeah. I don't know what Call of Duty's gone up since then, James. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but, but either way, a lots of lots of people downloaded it, but we didn't really mention it, did we? No, no, none of us have played it. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably give that a go. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, I've heard it good. Anyway, yeah, Apex, it looks good, but I just uh, no, no, I haven't, haven't played it. There's, there's lots of games you've not played it. And I haven't, I haven't gone back to it after that first like week. Oh god, we played, we played it for a good month or so. Yeah, um, I, I, I it's dropped just... off even sooner than you guys did. Yeah, yeah. Our, our regular our regular crew didn't uh, take to it. So yeah, I played way more Black really uh, Black Ops Four than or Blackout than uh, than Apex. The Blackout was brilliant. Ben Simon at Scientologist on Twitter. How how did Doctor James I can't open this door Farley ever complete Shenmue Two? Watching David's recent stream, I posed this question: that some of the QTs in that game are actually quick slash hard, unlike in Heavy Rain, and this is usually an issue James finds difficult to overcome. James. 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 
James. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I was on mute and didn't realise I was on mute. I was just talking then for a few minutes. James, why are you muting? Yeah. Well, do you want to hear me coughing, Matt? Is that what yeah. you want? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you pass okay, out. I'll do that in okay, the so did you did you did you hear the question? <laughs> anyway. I started answering this already, but I'll answer it again because you couldn't hear me. Um, yeah, it's probably best to do that then, isn't it? I'm sure. Cool. See, I've talked about this before, but yeah, the the QTEs in Shenmue 2 are ridiculous. And I remember towards the end, I played it by like writing down what it was going to be next and like doing it by trial and error and then just kept hammering the button until it came up because that bit particularly where you're crossing those planks was ridiculous and I hated yeah, it. Yeah, no, that was bad. But like, it, it, worse than that is the ones where it comes up with a full control on the screen. Yeah. And then it, it just flashes up left right circle, and then it, and then you've got to do it straight away, otherwise you foul. Yeah. And then you retry the whole fight. The one that I did, it was a whole fight sequence, and at the end it had one cutscene. And if you failed the, the one QTE, and if you failed the QTE, you had to do the whole fight bit again. Mm-hmm. It was just like this is awful. Yeah, the, awful. The only way I had around that, as I said, was just writing down what the sequences were going to be, and then just like trial and error and it was it was terrible yeah. it's the one and that I mean it's the same thing in Fahrenheit as well where they did exactly the same thing where they just like flash up really quickly like what you're supposed to do yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just dreadful yeah. but also it's different to like Heavy Rain because the thing that was irritating with Heavy Rain with that door that I was trying to get through was the fact that you were trying to you had to like it was all motion controlled as well which is horrible and weird and just nasty and that was yeah that that was it, I, I, the only person that has ever had a problem with opening that door. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, uh, I don't know. On the planet. I bet even in playtests, no one mm. ever struggled yeah. with that. Well, it took yeah. a while, and but yeah. But either, either way, the ones in, in Shenmue 2 were dreadful. It's Yeah, they are terrible. Trying to yeah, but how did, you, how did you do that? Oh, by just writing it down. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's an answer. Yep. Yeah, that is an answer. Right, okay. Um, Udazo Dim. Um, I'm new to the Switch, and after buying a Switch Lite... What's if your what's each of your favorite games for the system? Um, okay, b- before we do this, because we've answered this question about a billion times, we're gonna do it this way. So we we'll, we have to answer super quick, and you can't repeat the one the person said beforehand. Okay. Are we taking it in turns? Yeah. Yeah. So so it goes Matt, James, me. Go. Yeah, Stardew Valley. You're mute again, James. Oh shit! I thought it was you oh, next. For- <laughs> Matt, James, me. All right, go. On, go, go. On. Start again, Matt. Okay. Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, Mario Odyssey. Oh, you can't change it. What, that, I can do what, what I want, mate. I'm starting again. For? You got two now. You said Stardew Valley. We've started a new round. No, it's just okay. we're just doing it once, just once. We've done well, this we many times. Doing it once, James. Are you on fucking? No, mute? we're doing it. With, no, we're doing it round. We do. We keep going until one of us uh, fails. All right, all right, go. go. Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, no, okay. Well, what, why are you not choosing Stardew Valley? Because right, okay, my, Zelda Breath of the Wild. One. Fuck's sake! You, but you, we're still on round one. James, go. Matt, just start. Start. start I fucking did start with Zelda. You... Start Matt, Valley. Start again now. Go on. Start your Valley. <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Oh, <laughs> Heave ho. Mary Odyssey. Uh, Ape out. Tetris ninety nine. Uh, Octopath Traveler. <laughs> Splatoon two. Unt- Untitled Goose Game. Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft. Super Mar- New Super Mario Brothers U. D- Super Mario Maker 2. Captain Tony Treasure Tracker. <laughs> Matt, you were just falling into the... De- There's so many better games than that. 
Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Uh, Mario Kart 8? Um, a Fomper. Yoshi's Crafted World. I'm done, I think. There were plenty more, but my yeah. brain's gone dead. Yeah, loads. So we'll leave it at that. Um, oh, okay. Oh, uh, My Time in Port here. That's a great game. Are we still <clears> going? <throat> or is that- yeah, no, we're still going. Uh, six Squid at Six Squid underscore games. Hello, uh, TCGS team. With David back, the Cockney-related comments in full swing, and as I listen to older video game and podcasts, I have to ask, David... The cabbie that will call in, speaking about speaking about speaking to Molyneux, was in fact your voice, right? If not, it's uncanny. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you used to ring, because it was an extension of something we did on Joypod. On Joypod, we did some fake uh, 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 adverts, didn't we? What was it? Bill's Independent Game yeah. Shop. We got all your games over. Oh, it was all that sort of stuff. Great stuff. And then when Joypod ended, I used to phone into the video game show pretending to be a cabbie. I used to, in my car, slam the doors and stuff and say, oh, yeah, I'd... that was it. My favourite line was when I went, never guess who had the back of my cab last week, boys. I had uh, that Major Nelson fella. Yeah, dressed like a cunt he was. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was good. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, yeah, so I did that for a little while. Uh, it was just because I thought it was really funny. Um, but what what I find really strange, right, I've been podcasting for a long time. I've had more comments about my accent in the past three weeks than I have the whole time I've been podcasting. And for starters, I'm not Cockney. It's not a Cockney accent. That's East London. I'm South London. Right, it might all sound the same to you when you're outside of London, but... South London boy, don't you worry about that. It's just weird. Everyone's. I guess it's just it's ve- we've been speaking so prim and proper in your absence, and it's suddenly like, who the fuck is this boy? Yeah, of course. Yeah, what Sean Bell? I'm Sean Bell. Oh, I don't like that thing. Can get guns in it. Um, yeah, that's really prim and proper, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, to answer the question, is that was David um, when the video gamer podcast was good. Um, Thomas <laughs> at Lamaflar42. Shimmy 3 is due next month. They wouldn't delay it this close to release, or would they? What do you guys think? No, they wouldn't. There's no this chance. It's definitely coming out. No, no chance. Coming, yeah. um, but what do you think, James? No, it's definitely coming. There's no way they yeah. can delay it at this stage. Uh, How weird is that? Listen to yourself. Take yourself back a few years and clip that and then send it back in time thing to is, then. Not just that. No, Shemu's definitely coming out next month. Yeah. But not just <laughs> that. that like, crazy people are quite excited about it given the yeah, demos no. and stuff. Like, Demo did really well. Not Demo is it coming out. Really it might well. actually be good. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, we'll end with Andy Godwin at Big Cop Man on Twitter. With the live show around the corner, how does the podcasting dynamic change when you're all together in one room? I'm excited to do a bit of them. I imagine James does V signs and wank signs whilst um, to Matt and Dave no. while shouting "fuck off" off in his garage off that's mic. That's the that's the my favourite thing about doing the talkover things that we do um, is because we can all see each other. Yeah, and it's just so funny watching James forget that he's on camera <laughs> while we're recording, and I say a joke where I diss him, and he sort of just sort of rolls his eyes like he's. So now I know exactly what he does when I'm taking a piss out of him. He sits there, sort of rolls his eyes and looks up and does this and sits back and folds his arms. <laughs> I didn't even notice that, um, but yeah. Okay. And the dynamic doesn't really change, does it, when we're no, not really. in just, the room together? Because we've done lots of it. podcasts in the same room. Yeah, no, we're, it's, it's pretty much the same. Because we are professionals. 
And at least this time... <laughs> That's the one. At least this time, all four of us are going to be there. Um, unless James has a last minute, you know, deal on a holiday. Or Sean, Sean Fones is sick. Well, maybe, maybe that's it now. Maybe that's him. Oh, I'm, I'm here maybe again. Maybe Sean off guys. the show. I can't, you know, ever since the hosting and the emails got taken away. Can we away. call it that? Maybe Sean off the show. Can we call this episode that? What, maybe Sean off the show? <laughs> <laughs> yes, somebody downloads it. <laughs> maybe Sean off the show. Maybe uh, It's quite a big one. It'll really wreck the Twitter, but yeah, go on. Yeah, fuck it. Maybe, maybe Sean off the show. Maybe short of the show. Right. Okay. That's us for this week. Um, Thank you so much for living it. Um, Have we got else to say? EGX, we've been talking about that. No, we haven't. Let's get into it. It's fine. It's fine. Everyone knows. No, everyone already knows. No, no, you've got. If you think about marketing, you've got to keep telling people the same things. That's how it gets into the Before you start, before you start, goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening. It's been great. Uh, You know, we'll see you next week. Right. Now you can do your bit because people are going to be turning off. James, you're staying here. We're announcing streams and all sorts. Yeah, go on. Bye, everyone. James, you there? Yeah, go on. Okay. Goodbye, guys. No. Again, right, so EJX, we're, we're we're there on Saturday, nineteenth of October, and we'd love it if you're there. If you're if you're if you're come to EJX, and if you haven't decided to come it, loving yet, loving it, loving it like that. Anyway, three uh, p.m. We're in the fringe <laughs> theatre. Uh, you just need Saturday day tickets to come see us. We'd love to see as many of you there. Uh, so please come down if you, if you haven't already got tickets. Uh, that's EJ. Oh yeah, we've got to meet afterwards. And I still haven't got an email back about this pool about potentially the the a venue being a Fox XL warehouse bar being taken over by a publisher. So as of right now, it's still happening at that place at seven o'clock on Saturday. Fingers crossed. Are you like my? Oh, that's what's going to happen. Star? I'm going to get an email the day before saying, "Yeah, sorry, the uh, venue's uh, booked now." So, Sweet lad, so as of right now, boy. the Fox XL Warehouse Bar—that's where the EGX meet is going to be straight after the live show. So um, please come down and see us. You don't—you don't need to EGX ticket to come to that venue. So even if you can't go EGX, we want to say hi. Please come down. We're well up for having a chat and saying hello and a drink and all sorts of stuff. And they've got a menu. I bring you flowers. Right. And um, streaming. Uh, Today is Wednesday. Nothing's on Wednesday because Sean now streams on Tuesdays. But this Friday, there's a new stream happening. It's James and myself. We're back to do a co-op stream um, after the rousing success of Alex Kidd and Miracle World. Um, but we're streaming Man of Medan. Uh, Craig David a, all over your it's a, it's a co-op horror game. Would you describe it as that, James? Or Yeah. We're doing that. 9pm Friday night on Twitch. Um, I don't kind of know how it's going to work because I think the idea is maybe you need to see both our things because we both see different parts of the story. Anyway, it's like a teen horror slash horror flick in a game where people are going to die and I'm quite freaking out about it because it's probably going to scare me. That's me and James. Down for the down, down for the reload. Friday night, 9pm. And DJ. I'm back for Sekiro Sundays, Sunday night from 8.30. And Sean is obviously streaming FIFA Tuesday night from 9pm. That's all on Twitch. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. And with that, you get one free subscription every month to give away to whoever you want. Wouldn't it be nice if you come over to our channel and gave it to us? You can't take it for yourself. You've got to give it away. And Amazon would hate that. They would hate it if you gave it away because they made their bank on you forgetting about it. But you know, you've got one. So give, come over to our channel. If you give us a sub when we're streaming, we'll give a cheeky shout out as well. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash TCGS. And we've got a website, thecomputergamesshow.com. Uh, we've got a store. And actually, from today, today Fucking being the night <laughs> Mental, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> James, do you, want, do you want me to tell everyone about these things, or should we just like no, not bother? It's ridiculous. This has been how long you've been talking. It's about three minutes. Like, it's insane. It's less than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. um, 
Okay, well, anyways, yeah, so we've got a store basically from today, which is on the release date. <laughs> With a little bit of luck. Um, the store's 15% off all dinner. items. So if you want to get some items in time for EGX, if you want to, if, if you want to fancy wearing a t-shirt when you're at EGX, or if you're not, whatever, wear around the house. Uh, 50% off all items. Uh, I think there's like a, a code on the actual <laughs> website to go to computergameshow.com slash store to save for a few days until Sunday the 13th. So you haven't got long. And that's it for the last end bit. Thank you both of you for doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need to maybe we need to we have to have like a Matt Murray <laughs> horn to just stop him again right that's enough now so stop stop the marketing stop the marketing it's just... <laughs> we will we will catch you next week um, keep up your doodling keep up your doodling thanks for living it goodbye goodbye Say bye, Matt. I don't want to say goodbye. <laughs> Why? Is it sad? Yeah, I'm a bit sad, yeah. Bye. Sure.